I tell you what, she can fry some chicken though. Your Miss Swagger makes some mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm telling you. A bitch with the mac and cheese on's got the wet thing. I'm mad. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. First off, now, 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 Matt, scroll down a little bit because I want to I wanna point something out. So you see the before and after picture, that, that one right there. You can tell in that before picture that her tricep is hanging over her elbow. Mm-hmm. Like when her, when her arm is straight down. If the tricep is hanging over the That's elbow, fun. that bitch can cook. What's up, everybody? This is episode 147 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studio. I am your host, bringing you in. As always, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? (sighs) Didn't mess up this time. I am back, baby. And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, Dijon Mustard himself, the guy in his god, John Mutu, everybody. A.K.A. Himafe Mozgov. How you guys doing? Mm. Indeed, indeed. And to my far right, Nick's legend, a man that needs no introduction. Back from his brief hiatus, he walks with a cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Deacon of Demon Time himself, Mr. Worldwide West. Big facts. Word to Anthony Jizzo. How y'all feeling? Jizzo, mm-hmm. indeed. And to my far right, because he is in the other room. The voice from beyond the beyond, the Saratobi sound man, the great Gabagool, Greg Pasovich. Matt Barber, everybody. It's me. So Matt came in a little premature. You came in a little. You, you, you came a little early there, buddy. I know. I, you know. I, I don't know if it you happens. have that problem, but it happens once in a while. I mean, hundred and forty something episodes. I mean, yeah. Are you looking for the lightning button? <laughs> oh. Damn, how'd you mess that up? Because I don't know where it's oh, at. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I respect that. Let me pay it. I, I didn't... Okay, There's so a lightning bolt on I it. know that now, but I've never actually pressed the button, John. You're the primarily, primarily user of the button. Damn. Like, you so Damn, mean. you did a JT, huh? Yeah, well, you know. Off, you, gotta, you gotta shake the rust off. Yes, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Literally, in my as my headphones are falling off, yeah. But ah, we in this bitch. We, we in this bitch. We, we, we are. I have bitch. a question. Did y'all miss me? Be honest, did y'all miss me? We did. Uh, I mean, it's it's funny because, like, in all seriousness, I can tell the difference in the rare times I do listen to the pod. I could tell the difference between, like, a two-man pod and a three-man pod. Yeah. It's cool because it's I don't like... Know, we be having pretty solid two-man pods. I, I no, feel I'm, not, like, I'm not saying it's a bad <laughs> well, thing. I'm just oh, saying, like, you can tell the, the difference. And a testament of what both of y'all are saying, I feel like whenever I have two-man pods with both of y'all, it somehow... Always is is cool. Like I've ne- I feel like I've never had a problem. I thought I thought last week's pod was solid though. I thought y'all did y'all thing. I, I think we had really good conversation. I feel like it was very um, it was a buttoned up pod. Yes, I mean? that's a very that's a very that's good way I to thought. describe it. That's a very like I feel like yeah. we really did hit some good topics and like made good points. Like it felt like a think piece pod. No, it was it was good. Was, that, I, was this our first? No, this is our second. You second you and me think, pod, right? I think so. I feel like maybe, but then again, I don't know. I I, I would think that has been way more. Uh oh. No, we that y'all have, y'all have had more, because I be because I be going without I, JT. You do be going. Mm. A you lot. be going on the weekends, right? And, oh weekends. yeah, that's true. I do be going on the weekends. Yeah, good point. So, but yeah, it was a uh, you know. <gasps> but the trio is back. 
Uh, question. So there's a there's a Great Neck, Long Island, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's also a Great Neck, New Jersey. So my I question: it was Little Neck, New Jersey. Is it Little Neck or? I think it's Little. Little Neck. neck? Okay. So, no, it's T Neck. I know about T Neck. I know about T Neck. There's a T Neck in New Jersey. Yeah, word to car. Right. And Brandon. But uh, I, so my question is this, right? Um, do you think way, way in the way before times when they were out here, you know, kicking out all the Native Americans oh, and they boy. made this settlement and they were like, yo, there's a settlement. I don't know the name of it, but the bitches there be giving great neck and that's the origins of the town. You think that's what happened? I mean, you can hit the button. I don't care. We just got rid of the old brother button. Wow. I don't even and this is And this is why I made the joke because <laughs> I knew they couldn't get me. You said, <laughs> I mean, we got Can this. We, we got, we got this. You know, what we gotta get, we gotta get the boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we gotta get. Oh man, yeah, JT, just you know, just stick to the intros, my boy. Um, and a good commentary. I will do neither. Yeah, well, you know, don't don't ever let somebody put you in a box. You know who should be in a box? Ah. Deshaun fucking Watson. Damn. Sixty six, my nigga. Sixty six. <laughs> 66 what? 66 different masseuses? Wait, 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 wait. wait. In 18 months. It, wait. No, it was in like 46. It, no, it was 66. Can, can we I've fact said check it, that? Bro, I've said 66 on here like four no, different times. I think it was times. 66 total cases. No, it was not 66 total cases. How 20, many different I believe masseuses? it was 24 cases. 66 different masseuses that he had over, I think, a year and a half span or 18 months or whatever it was. Um, oh, I'm not going to... Nah, 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 well, oh, yeah. It was like... The, yes. But he settled 23 of the 24. 23 of the 24. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of crazy that he settled that many. Yeah, he probably gave them each a million. Bro. Do you know how wild that is to have 24 things come against you like that? That just, that just tells you about morals right there, bro. Because if you they, if he was able to settle them cases, if he was able to settle 99% of those cases, bro. Mm. Yeah, fucking you know? nuts, bro. It's about the money. It's about the money. It, they it know the nigga the got the money, bro. And that's just what it is. I, 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 also, I, hate, I hate to say no, that. No, I, I, I get it. And I also see some of the 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 the, the you know the the articles and the transcripts and shit. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, all the out. Instagram shits. Oh, bro, yeah, that was what He's what? I mean, this man is out here. You know, he contacts these women, right? And he's like, yo, trying to get a massage, and they'd be like, all right, bet. And he, so basically, what they're saying in you know the reports and stuff is he would usually come with like his own towels and things like that, but they'd be like not regulation. Usually, when you massage, you have a sheet. He would come with a towel, and the towel he'd come with would basically be like, you know, those Gatorade towels that you use yeah. on the sidelines? Basically that. That's what he's using he to cover himself. He was stealing towels from the facility? He was stealing <laughs> towels from the facility to go get rubbed down in hotel rooms. That was paid for by the team, right? They were like, listen, this man's going to win his football games, so we got to give him whatever it takes. Then he would be out here flipping over on his, you know, on his back when they, you know, go to massage the front. Not cover so up man, the front. Man's got a whole erect penis. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, bro. Yeah, yeah you're show- flopping it. Bro, that was my biggest fear the first time I got a massage where I was like, what if shit just feels good? And like, I get hard without trying to get hard. That's See, what happened to me the other week. I had shit, a couple's massage I, and uh, mm. I that was my first thought. I'm like. And like you know what, I'm not gonna lie. My masseuse was not. Y'all must be thinking that these that these masseuses look like Megan Fox, bro. No, she wasn't bad. I'm not talking about that. I'm just well. I mean, like if someone's massaging in her thigh and it feels good, like that's a physical reaction. You don't have to respond to that. I guess, but I mean, the joint don't look that good, and she doing it. It's just kind of like all right, like you know, she's just getting the kinks out. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not more than kinks out. I'm happy that we were able to use that in person because that that that's perfect. 
yeah but um no like and sh- I, them the suits be fucking me up <laughs> like my, i'm you know like i'm a tight bundle of muscles but like i'm just saying i was just worried about the physical because think about so listen, basically we're, Joe, listen, what you telling we're me? all dudes here <laughs> think about high school years to even now sometimes you just be getting hard and be like when the fuck did this happen no that was me I this mean, morning I, so anyways, what that's well, every morning well Based off the story that I told y'all. Oh, okay. Oh, but, see, um, there it is. <laughs> but like, okay. The way, the, like, you know, that's what Elliot, like, at the end of the day, like, something shit is just purely physical, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was something I was always afraid of, of being like, oh my God, what if I, like, it happens and I can't control it and I'm just here like, well, this is awkward. Um, But from things that I've read about, like, other... So basically, like, I'm sorry to cut you off. I hate cutting people off, but I just want to, just for clarity's sake. So if I rub you on your inner thigh, like, you just gonna, you know... No. So then there you go. So just be, so like, what does that mean? That's what about, different wait, than a massage. What about what about what if I massage? So why would you be massaging my inner thigh, man? All right. What if a so man, guys what, what can't if, massage their friends' inner thighs <laughs> without it being gay? See, this hey, is a, this is the yo. problem with the society. <laughs> this toxic masculinity. All right. So you a second bet. Time out. Women, women, women be massaging them. They're friends all the time. So all right. Not gay. So they say do? you. All right. So they say do. you pay for a massage, right? So you pay for a massage. And it's a guy that comes I into had the a room. Male masseuse. It's it's Rolf. Okay, so then what? So was it Rolf? But no, we, I'm not we, talking we, about with a male masseuse. So only with a okay. So be, yeah. I get, all right. So a woman's touch basically is what you said. Yeah. All right. So you only okay. get hard around women. Sexist. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun day. This is fun. <laughs> this always happens every time we get back in studio after one of us. Yeah. Like, I just wish. <laughs> I just wish you guys could just see she, just the face you made after you're just like. Cause I was like what? You know that meme where it's the girl in court and she's like, "Yep, <laughs> dog." Nah, I, John, I, 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 I feel you because like that's what that, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, the other bro, week when I went to like, I'm like, I don't want you to think I'm a creep or whatever, and I don't want you know, you, yeah, my girl to be like, "Oh, so you just get hard for bitches?" I'm like, "Look, man, it's it's personal." Because like I never had a professional massage before, so she's like, you know, yeah, I was doing, terrified doing my back, you know, doing this, doing. That. I'm like, all right, cool. Then she like. And also, she has like, to pull down I, a little then bit. she has to pull down my my my, my undergarments a little bit, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, be feeling. I told y'all the time I went and got a massage, and I was like, I was feeling hella vulnerable. I was like, wow, so like <laughs> feeling hella vulnerable is crazy. I don't remember it when um me and Darius went, and I was like, I just oh, felt I remember this hella story, vulnerable. Yeah. But um, I, I've like seen like things where it's like people on Reddit where they ask about masseuses and stuff like that, and they were like, yeah, as long as like you're not trying to be a creep, like we understand it's a physical reaction, like professionals are usually like yeah like it, it happens it's a natural thing but as long as it's not someone who's like yeah like pull it down or go higher every time like yeah, it's I not say, an issue i didn't say shit exactly. I, I, I can't time. believe yeah, but deshaun was out here yeah. probably no, deshaun was out here saying, why we are fucking John, i was about to say i appreciate you for, for bringing it back because i'm like how the fuck do we get here but yeah so, yeah man listen deshaun faced all the shit nfl gave him six six well technically speaking the judge the g- judge gave him six games nfl is now appealing the six games because they want to give him at an indefinite <laughs> suspension to at least a year what do y'all think about it i think he deserves a year yeah i mean especially after like motherfucking calvin ridley got suspended a year for betting on his own team in games he didn't play and they lost which <laughs> and and this motherfucker is out here like b- breaking real laws, not just NFL laws. Yeah, and like they're like eh, six games, you know. Well, that's give or take. The, well, all right. So here's the thing, right? With that, like the Calvin Ridley thing, like that kind of like hurts the integrity of the game. Yes. Sexual misconduct, as messed up as it is, has <laughs> never been an issue in the NFL anyway. Doesn't affect the integrity of football. It's his integrity and everybody else's integrity on the outside. Yes, now, even but the it integrity doesn't, of the. 
NFL. But 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 that's the thing. It doesn't affect the integrity of the game. So in a sense, the NFL views what Calvin really did as worse, which is messed up and they shouldn't, but they view that as worse because it kinda it's somebody with inside information that's trying to profit off of their game, whereas the Deshaun Watson thing is him doing something off the field, not related to football in any way, but him still being a diva. You know, I mean, so he had Gatorade towels. <laughs> he did take him from the facility. They can Jesus trace him back. Jesus Christ. That's why the Texans is involved in this, too. But anyways, um, you know what's interesting about this? So the ruling was issued by a federal judge that was appointed by the NFL and the Players Association, right, to oversee, like, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So they gave the nigga six games, right? And now the NFL is like, all right, we're going to appeal the decision, which is crazy because it's like y'all hire this person to, you know, arbitrate basically mm-hmm. and y'all not fucking with that and that's why the players association is now suing the nfl and i feel like that is like i think that's the craziest part about this like that like the players association mm-hmm. got deshaun watson's back to the point where they're suing the nfl see th- two things well one um i didn't realize that till uh my coworker brought up that point yeah. as well earlier today about mm-hmm. the whole like the nfl chose this third party to do it and this mm-hmm. is what they decided um but that's what I was wondering. Like, if you're the players' association, like, I understand you got to hold down the players, but this is a, a very weird side of an argument to be on here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and it's all right. So here's here's also thing. Maybe it's a conspiracy thing. Maybe it's not. But maybe the NFL brings in this third party. Like, is this the hill you die on if you're the players' association to let it, someone who is I don't like, think it can a be sexual deviant being like, all right, like, especially because of how you botched the, he, the the Ben Roethlisberger shit. I mean, Big Ben was untouchable at that time. I yeah, mean, he was touching goods. So, I think it's all right. So, how about this, right? Maybe the NFL brings in this third party because the NFL doesn't want to be the one to have the soft, you know, hammer of justice on Deshaun initially. So they have this outside party come in. The outside party gives a lesser sentence than the NFL to try and save face for themselves. They're like, nah, we're gonna push for, you know, more full full extension. And if it gets, you know shot down by the Players Association, they can be like, well, see, we pushed for it, even though maybe in the back of their minds they never actually really wanted to. I don't know. Maybe conspiracy thought. Maybe not. But No, nah, I mean, I'm, it's, it's definitely a, a, a good notion and a good thought. I, my, my whole thing is is that, like, the NFL, I feel like, got a lot to lose in this situation in terms of what is actually about to happen. Like, not, not saying that the Me Too movement is going to, like, have a full impact on it, but that's definitely in the back of a lot of people's heads, bro. Like, you know. Obviously, Deshaun did wrong. There's no way that 24 women is lying. Like, I like we, we, we ain't even about to do that. So the fact that the matter being is, regardless of how many cases he settled, he got to pay the price. And that, and that is what it is. The, and for all the people that's going to be like, oh, well, he sat out the whole season last year. He got paid for every game that he missed. And this is how you know it's the fuck shit, right? If he is, this, the the I think it was what, if he was suspended this entire year, he only loses uh, 800 and something thousand dollars because they backloaded the shit out of his contract so what is that i was trying to tell y'all so what does that say about the browns the browns knew what it was was, and they were like all right contingency plan if and or when he gets suspended we won't lose all this money this year you think they're gonna lose draft picks or some shit no no. You don't think the Browns are going to get anything no, on them? No. No, I don't why think so. Not? Wow. I don't think so. Why, why would they? No, I'm, I mean, yeah. that, for they're the not, reasons you just brought up. But that's the thing. They're not messing with the integrity of the game. These are all things that happen outside of the you know, the white lines of the football field. 
Uh, so them doing it is more of a PR nightmare on their end. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the NFL didn't force him to sign Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And that's why, it's, and it's kind of messed up. You know, Miles was talking about, like, you know, with the the Me Too movement and things like that. I don't think I, I feel like the NFL is like one of those things where it's like it's so big. Nothing can really touch it because look how many scandals the NFL has gone through in the past, even just like five, six years. And they are still the most profitable American sports league. The Super Bowl averages what? How many billions of viewers? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every NFL Sunday, you get hundreds of millions of people watching and tuning in. The stadiums are still packed. So, like, what do they really lose? And it's like one of those where, like, um, like if if it happened in any other league, it would be like there wouldn't be a question as to what the ruling would be. You know what I mean? I think maybe hockey you would you'd probably see kind of a similar thing. I don't know. Do we hear shit? Hockey is very toxic. Yeah, it's very. It's not the best. I mean, even I just just uh, like this week, um, Michigan University's um, or University of Michigan, their hockey program just came under investigation because of you know inappropriate stuff. What are they? The Duke lacrosse team? Not to that level, but you know, just you know, more so them not taking care of the players as well as they should be for a division one school and mm-hmm. you know treating the players with respect and things like that mm-hmm. so like it's 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 a, it's a toxic environment in hockey as yeah, well i think I in baseball major sports in, in, leagues, in nba like yeah you'd be the right. other two major sports there mm-hmm. um, if we're going to talk about the top three like you would think that it, it wouldn't be a question of the decision you know what i mean i mean um trevor bauer Think about how he's been yeah, Jared Bauer. I mean, basically, and, you know, you basically yeah. out of here. That was probably in even that in itself. I mean, that that decision didn't even come to this year till the, till this year. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying that 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 happened like last year in the middle mm-hmm. of the season. But the MLB still struggles with you know, they 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 rarely give the full yeah, year suspension like, for for like domestic. Uh, yeah, but, issues. The, but I still but the, feel at the same time like it's not as much of a question as if the MLB is actually going to punish them or not. You know what I mean? The it, problem is is that. In the NFL, so many niggas get in trouble and so many niggas, you know, get involved with so much bad shit. It's kind of hard not to give these niggas a lot of games. Here's a, here, I got, I actually, uh. Didn't two niggas uh, get in trouble today? Yeah, Mark, <laughs> yeah, 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 Hollywood, Hollywood got criminal, criminal, uh, something. That's your boy. That's not my boy. Well, he's on, he's on my, he's, he's he on, not uh, first of all, <laughs> even when he was on the Ravens, that was not my man. Don't get it twisted. I sh- I wish you drafted DK Metcalf, <laughs> and that was the night of the draft. Not no hindsight, neck Holly- injury and all. I wanted DK Metcalf. Hollywood got in trouble for the speeding, right? The speeding, which is like what the fuck, like like nigga, like how fast are you going? That you getting criminal speeding? I mean, Jaleel Okafor did it. Criminal, bro. Like, where don't... are you going? That you need to go to that fast, right? You're Florida, motherfucker. But like, all right, yo, like keep. He only the- knows how to go fast, JT. He's like, Ricky Bobby to the shit. Good Damn. lord, like. I don't know. I was telling Miles this like yeah, before we got Kyler on. Yeah, ain't gonna have no receivers, huh? Nah, it's okay. You can watch them in the film study. Yeah. Um, so it's like that's how we recorded that shit, and then they took it out of the contract right after. Literally the next day. Oh my god. Yeah, they man. Don't want us to we, we, yeah, shit too soft now. Shit is way too soft now. I'm not fucking with all that, to be honest. Like if you're the person that's gotten the most, the two people that come to mind that have gotten the most punishment, right? Ray Rice and Michael Vick. And the thing is, Ray Rice didn't even get punished by a league like that. It nah, was more of a social thing. No, nah, I didn't. The league was the one that gave him the that that gave, that gave him like basically the death penalty because it wasn't until the video came out mm-hmm. that they were like, "All right, crap." Because originally wasn't it wasn't supposed to be a four game suspension. Then the video came out and they were like, "Ah, yeah." Nah, the Longer. thing. not nah, So with him, he basically was in indefinitely suspended, and then after the indefinite suspension, the then the NFL them. gave him a suspension of you know hmm. of hmm. actual time. 
but the indefinite suspension came before the video was leaked to the public because didn't they say that the NFL oh, had bro, the video that was way one before? of that was one of the nastiest situations at Goodell and I feel like that's not talked about enough like they literally gave this nigga the suspension first then the video got leaked to the public the NFL already had saw the video mm-hmm. and then they resuspended him after the fact yeah I think it's so crazy um and I was like I, I do hope to get to get my, my guy on so we could talk about it too like where I brought it up where it's like one of the things of what sports make us do Cause yep. like he's out here. He's where I was like, imagine that. Like just because you're a Browns fan, you're low key. Like, well, I mean, this is the punishment they wheeled down. They did all the things, and I hope he plays sort of thing. And even in my scenario with the Ray Rice thing, like at that point we weren't competing anything. We already won a Super Bowl. Um, but like I remember after the incident, you had players coming out, and it's like I know both of them really, really well, and I don't think this is like like I purely thought it was an isolated incident. Like I like Ray's not that type of dude. Like that sort of thing, right? Um. And it's, it's just so wild. Like, that's now what he's going to be known for. Like, he's the reason why I was a Ravens fan. Um, and then after, like, I remember Torrey Smith scored a touchdown. It's like, that was literally for Ray because, like, all these things are happening to him. People are judging him off of this. Obviously, it's a terrible thing. He's not condoning it by any means. Neither am I. But, like, it's just so crazy where it's, like, incident. And, of course, again, I'm not condoning any of this, but the punishment was direct and handed down and all of those things. And, it, you, I mean, the argument here is what? Because there's video of it? Because yeah. if there's no video... He might have still been in the league, and at the same time, like, think about the shit with, like, how much shit came against Deshaun, and they're just settling cases. Like, there was no case. His wife didn't press charges or anything like that after, Um, even though she very well would have been in her grounds and right to do so. Um, And then it's just motherfucker. like, they're still together. Oh, um, him and Shorty? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, she was, like, yo, yeah, like, she was just drunk as, she was just drunk as shit. Like, no, I'm talking about Ray. I'm not talking about Deshaun. Oh, him, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, they've definitely been stubborn together. Yeah. And it's like, and Deshaun is out here, like, being a deviant across the board, you know what I mean? But what, because there's no video of it? Then it's just like, all right, we can't justify punishing him. And And that's why it's, like, interesting that when I saw it happen, where they were, like, they were appealing, I needed to get a confirmation as to what exactly, who was appealing what and what it meant, and to make sure it wasn't motherfucking Deshaun's camp being like, yeah, we deserve less games sort of thing, Mm -hmm. when in reality it's the NFL going, he should be suspended for at least a season. Like, it's just wild, because for the NFL, like, can't you just override the ruling? But is that just what the player association is? Like, is them coming? Well, that's th- the player association's job, so that yeah. they're not just the iron fist of the NFL, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Right. So I think I think what's what's going on here is that they the reason why they see, they seek the third party is so that you know either like the players association or the NFL itself didn't have to make a decision on yeah them. or have complete power. But yeah. then at the same time, it's one of those like. Like I said before, like is this the hill that the players' association wants to die on? It's of being like, damn, we gotta set boundaries with the NFL and with everything like that. But like, this is how we're gonna do it through this case. And I'm sure there's like, people. That's in the, gross. And I'm sure there's people in the players' association that's just like, bro, really? Like this is this is what we what we about to give up? Yeah, and then you think about it like this: like the dude on the so you see this situation happen. The dude on the the Seahawks from last season, the white guy that was like he was like a. Uh, Third, third well, who's string. beating his black yeah. girlfriend? Yeah, like the third, oh, third string alignment that, that was like beat, and like you actually saw Trashing, the pictures, yeah, around the stuff room, like that. The video. And it's like that was like a story for like forty eight hours, and it went away. You never heard of any like yeah. He, he probably just, got cut. He, he probably got cut because he was yeah. like a bench guy, but like still, like you never heard the NFL really come out and say anything, take a strong stance against that. I think, I think the NFL get, getting this year and pushing the year for Deshaun gives them more, you know, and it sucks to say, positive PR. In terms of, all right, now you can kind of 
mm-hmm. you know, make it seem like you care about women, which we know the NFL really kind of doesn't. Yeah, the only body that cares about women less is the Olympic Committee. Basically. Or Michigan State's or the, gymnastics or the U.S. Team, government. You know, mm-hmm. or the U.S. government. Yeah, that's true. So, I, in this situation, Deshaun, bad guy. Um, Question. Um, yeah. Did Michael Vicks also get a suspension for the NFL, or was it just jail time? Oh no, he got a suspension from the NFL. Too. It was suspension okay. from the NFL and the jail. Yeah, he, yeah. That's so I was going to say that's yeah. the second, like that's the only other star of this caliber that's something of this magnitude. But then you think about it like this, right? Um, wow, I'm blanking. Josh, the one that always gets in trouble for weed. Gordon. Josh Gordon, right? How many times did he get like a six, eight game suspension, right? For and, obvi- and obviously, all right, you, they have their rules. Drug and substance policy in the NFL, you the, can't break it. The old drug and substance policy, yeah, the old yeah, one. Yeah. But like, you're gonna tell me that smoking weed is worse than what Deshaun was out here doing, sexually harassing, make, making these women in, uh, uncomfortable. Blame Ronald Reagan. Like, we gonna is that, is that what we're Bush doing? They said had the crazy head. Huh? No, that was Nancy Reagan. Yeah, Nancy Reagan. Not. Um, they said she had that mouth mouth. Crazy, bro. But, yeah, um, let's see. And then also, I mean, I think we're all on the assumption, uh, all on, on the understanding about this. Morality and sports don't mix, like, at all. <laughs> nope. oh, like, man. you can't have morals and also play, especially when it comes to, like, football and yeah, stuff. Because, you know, like. The, biz- the business is way too important, bro. <laughs> yep. It, um, it makes you think of the TikTok I saw that brought up um, Alabama, where it was, like, in 1971. It wasn't until 1971 that Alabama like started having black players on the football team, mm. and it was because they got clapped by LSU. Whereas like LSU, for the first time, had like I think it was five or seven black players that were from California, mm-hmm. and they stomped Alabama first time. Like cl- like it was like 41 to like seven type shit. Like mm. stomped them, and the guy who's like making satire of it literally goes, "It's he was like it's Jesus, football, and racism in that order." So if the racism got to go, so the football goes, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> oh and my like, God. that's kind of what it feels like with sports, where it's one of those where it's like, I mean, more like we going for morality or we trying to win some games. Okay, look, like you, know, you look through the, the, the annals of sports history and look at every championship team. I'm pretty annals. sure. Thank you, Matt. I know I what I waiting. said. I know what I said. Um, you'll find a bunch of teams that had guys that were getting in trouble for, Drugs, sexual misconduct, et cetera, et cetera. But it's swept under the rug if you win. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like this the problem with Deshaun getting a six game suspension. He didn't even win nothing. Is that if the Browns going three and three or two and four at worst, right? Yeah, they losing to the Jets. Fair enough. And then Deshaun Watson comes back and they make the playoffs and say they make a run. Nobody's gonna be talking about the domestic, like no, nobody's gonna no, talk about the, the, they're, no, they're, they're gonna not going a, to, No, they're gonna make him a martyr. Yep. They're gonna say, "Look what he overcame mm-hmm. to now reach the the, the mountain top." Well, in that case, I can see them spinning it, but they're not yeah. going to be speaking about Deshaun Watson negatively because no, they're all, no, they're, they all not, they're gonna no. be saying is that, "Oh, he's a winner. He carried this team mm-hmm. that Baker Mayfield couldn't take," mm-hmm. you know, to the promised land. Like, yeah, all of that shit, man. And that's nasty too because they asked Baker. At Panthers, you know, training camp about the Deshaun thing. And it's like, yo, why would you even ask that? He doesn't play for the Browns. Yeah. He, like, yeah, like the Panthers and Browns are going to play week one, but he's not going up against Deshaun Watson. 
Like that is like I don't know. That's that's one of those situations where it's like the media like, yo, you guys are out here being dickheads. Yeah, man. If this is Mr. Sands first games against the Ravens and like I was listening to the podcast and I feel the same way where it's gonna be a welcome to the AFC North kind of thing and also just like a yeah, let's destroy this motherfucking terrible human being. But as we know, Deshaun is good at football. The Browns have a stacked roster, but like I don't know, like I I mean, I feel like we're all on the same page that suspension was not enough. But, like, if they had a third-party person decide it, how, how like, real do you think this appeal is and what do you think is actually going to come of it? Like, I don't feel very confident in that right now. The only thing I think is going to come out of the appeal is that um, nothing, to be honest. I think that they're going to appeal. They, the NFL is appealing it, and I think the Players Association is suing the NFL. That way the NFL just drops the shit because I don't think it, anybody wants to go to court and— if they're going to appeal the suspension and the Players Association is going to sue them, I don't know so just, what that what that means in terms of the, the show I'm playing. Like, does, it, does the suspension get delayed? Like, how does that work? Because remember, like regular a couple people of years, who go to trial, then the shit keep getting pushed and they're just left in limbo. That's what happened with Zeke a few years ago. If you if you think about it, like, yo, they like he appealed the suspension for mad weeks. And for anybody that had him in fantasy, they know what that shit was like. They didn't know whether to start that man or, you know. That nigga wasn't gonna play, so I don't. I don't really know what's gonna happen with Deshaun in terms of him playing. Like he might, he he's definitely gonna serve that at least six games. But when that suspension starts, they gotta figure that out sooner rather than later. So, do you feel like the NFL um, appealing is just for show? Because it's that's gonna be was, a scenario. That's what I was I yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be a scenario where it's just like, all right, once the the player association does it, and neither of them want to die on either of that hills, but at least it makes it seem like, oh, you know, well, like, we, oh, tried. we tried, and you then, know, and then just like anything else, to brush under the rug. As as foolish as it would sound for me to say, oh, of course they're not doing it for show. They have morals. They have this. I mean, you know, I, like the better my better judgment is telling me that they did do it for show. That they that Goodell did it so that way he that way he didn't face backlash because of this nfl has like the spirit of david stern um all right so just to close out like this topic like flash decision do you think deshaun watson will be out for more than six games this season no don't think so jt i do not have confidence that he will be out for more than six games i'd like it but I think that's what he deserves. But I do not have confidence that that six games is going to get overturned, and, and he's, there's going to be more. Facts. Realistically, I think you should just you know the year, but he's not going to. I don't. I I really don't think so. Yeah, I mean, even I'm um, going into the hearings. I remember reading a thing that was like, yeah, they're so far between. The NFL feels like it should be at least twelve games, which is still, you know. Um, I mean, well, 12 games is more than that's his what, three, double six. Of the season. <laughs> um, so. And then they were at like five games. You know what I mean? So it, like that's that's the thing. The NFL is at 12. They were at five games and they met somewhere in the middle at six. Nuts. Um, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be more than six, even though I really think it should be. But um, I mean, what I feel like at the end of the day, the like physical evidence is thinning simply because he settled 22 of those cases. You know what I mean? 20, yeah, 23. Yeah. So. All right, and then what do you think? Oh, I guess lastly, what do you like for Browns fans? Like, had like, because like we we like we deal with this as Yankee fans too, because you got Domingo Herman and Aroldis Chapman. Well, y'all know how I feel about them motherfuckers. So that's the thing. I I kind of want to hold off on that to see if I could get homie on to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll get because we can talk about that whenever. This is gonna be a recurring story. But it's it's so it's so different when you got a starting quarterback who's in control of so much more than Domingo Herman's Herman. Then then a pitcher that pitches once every five days and a closer that is no longer a closer. Mm -hmm. Like you know, and even when he was a closer, he's only pitching like. 
less than half of the games in the season. Y'all, uh, that, which one of y'all picking Deshaun? He's putting him on and hiding him on your roster. Listen, bro. Be truthful. Hmm? Which one of y'all picking Deshaun and hiding him on your roster? Bro. Because niggas see, are going to do that. We know niggas are going to do that this year. You know what's funny about that? It's crazy because John literally said this a couple minutes ago about, like, you know, the... What did you say? You said God, football, racism. Yeah. <laughs> it's like for fantasy football fans, it's is this nigga playing this week? No, that ass. Oh, is this nigga injured? This is nigga got some personal back? shit going on. Is he gonna come back? Yeah, like bro, like look, what two weeks ago or last week when they announced like Chris Carson was retiring? Yes. Like I was see. like, oh snap! This been like damn, like it's crazy. But then I also thought, and then everybody made the joke because like in my other league, it's like. Dang, who's JT gonna pick as his, his running back too? I was like, God damn! Niggas know, niggas say you predictable as hell, my boy. <laughs> hey, won the chip last year, so it's all good. Fuck it, I'll take bro. it. The hentai high steppers, baby. Can't stand Joe. <laughs> all right, um, but you know what? Transitioning to baseball now. Speaking of people with cases against them, Yikes. Um, the Yankees now have solidified that one of them will be in the rotation. After a bevy of trade deadline moves were made um, across the league, this trade deadline is fucking wild. None but, of which we were correct on. Yeah, but for our hometown team, um, they did big things on adding starting pitching in the form of Montas. They got that reliever from the Cubs. Efros, I think his name mm-hmm. is. But to me, the still most surprising, every move made sense up to that last one. Yep. And that last one was us trading Jordan Montgomery for blonde Tim LaCastro. Who we might e- we might not even have because apparently part of the deal is if he's not healthy by the playoffs they could pick another player. Yeah, player to be determined later. What is, they could Matt fucking Bader. send him back. Matt Bader, master debater. Oh, he's Harrison, Harrison, Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader. Oh, yeah. sorry. What's the other one? Oh, the the prospect that we got for Joey Gallo. Oh, the nigga Matt Bader, right? Yeah, oh, Matt. Something like that shit is fucking Bader. like I don't. And and believe me, I've been on the the train of like. Trade Jordan Montgomery. We've been saying it for years because I feel like he deserves better in the fact that we don't give him run support. And at this point, it's got to be personal. Um, my boy brought up the fact that maybe he's like, maybe motherfuckers just didn't like him or he didn't like them. Um, and either of those could be true. But like to trade a starting pitcher mm-hmm. for a potential part time player and not in the sense of the motherfucker the Blue Jays traded for who isn't vaxxed. But um, no, you don't want Merrifield. I guess. Or you don't want Sandy. No, no the uh, the Blue Jays traded for oh, someone apparently oh, who is vaccinated. With Merrifield, yeah. yeah. That nigga's um, going to get it, though. I'm not, I'm um, not so it, it's one of those where it's like, this is just a dude who's going to be a defensive sub. And like he's not even under team control for very long. Yeah, he's signed to a contract right now that isn't a lot, but it's what, a two-year deal that's done at the end of next year for him to literally blonde Tim, be blonde Tim LaCastro. Now, I don't have an issue with us trading Jordan Montgomery in general. but Well, he's a little bit better. Well, a lot better. I mean, I, they, they were saying on his stats, he has the highest, I think, defensive. Yeah, runs. he's a great defensive. Yeah, that's a fucking and like fourth outfielder at best. Like we traded a, st- a starting pitcher with good yes. numbers for, for a, a rotational defensive piece. sub who's supposed to be known for his speed. Because I remember in the show, they were like, he might be the fastest player in baseball. And the motherfucker can't even run because he got plantar fasciitis. So I don't, Noah, I don't get Johnson. it. I don't shout out my sister in law. Like, I, I, I don't understand, like, the value that we got back in that sense. Um, and then even if like, I like miles, you made solid points. Um, and then I'm sure like, uh, that's exactly where I'm going with next, but yeah. Um, like you can continue to do that, but I just don't think the return is valuable. And then at the same time, it it really feels like they did that. And I was like, okay, if they're trading him, they're going to make another move for another pitcher. Like that's gotta be the answer because you just put 
Sevy on the 60 day IL when he was literally like, what the fuck do you mean I'm going on the 60 day IL? He just I had said a throwing session. Yeah, he's like, I said I was about to come back. So now you're getting rid of another good rotational piece, trading the other one. So Domingo Homan's just going to be our guy, I guess? No, you got to make Like it, to like hold it down? You got to have it as, what, is Smith? I don't know. Uh, was it Clark They Smith? haven't had Smith start a game yet. I mean, you gotta have somebody other. He's than been him. a long reliever because he's been starting in um, AAA and all that. But like, you can't have Domingo as your guy to hold you over till September. They put him in with the fucking Astro series and the Mets series because and like, we're floundering. And that's why I'm sitting here like, what? I, another thing I heard is that they're saying that potentially they did it to make another move and they just ran out of time. Like that to me seems a little bit more realistic, but I can't see Cashman allowing things to get sloppy like that. But I just oh, don't I did, understand I, I, I heard that it. too. Like I don't understand like that. That to me makes sense as if another team dragged their feet and fucked it up for us. Because, like, at that point, can you just take, like, can you resend the fact that it's like, oh, no, 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 I, I was just playing about Sevy. Because, like, what is our rotation going to be? And I get we have this big lead and all these things, but, like, you don't want us to get cold going into the all, I mean, going into the playoffs. Yep. I mean, to be honest, I, I, in terms of where we are right now as a team, I think this is about as worst stretch as, as we're in. Our last 36 games were, were 500, which is like, you know, for yeah. most for most teams in the league, that that would be pretty good. But I mean, as far as how we started the season, I mean, you know, and that's just baseball. It's it's gonna be a long season. We're gonna have stretches where we're not as good as you know, it's like especially, especially when you have such a historic start, you're gonna regress to the meet eventually. But you're also gonna show what you are, you know, when 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 that time comes, right? So my whole thing with, with Monty, I had no problems with Monty. I thought Monty was a a very decent. Middle of the line starter. I thought he was a good lefty. I don't think he was a great lefty, but he was a nigga that was in our lineup that we could never hit for. And he was somebody in the lineup that was never our best lefty. But he did the, pitch well for us. I and he pitched decent for us. Like I like I'm not like I'm not denying that. Mm-hmm. But in the playoffs, and I and I get it. Like we're talking about yeah, you're you're more so talking about getting getting to the playoffs. The playoffs are not set in stone yet. But my whole thing is is what, like when we get to the playoffs, we're gonna potentially have to play the Blue Jays. We're potentially gonna have to play the Astros. We're potentially gonna have to play these teams that have these dominant right-handed, right-handed hitters. And Monty has not ever fared well against these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like we, it, it, like if we go, if we go against against the Red Sox, hypothetically, I'm not worried about the Red Sox right now. But you even go back to earlier this season, you know. In the past Red Sox series that we had, the four game series against um, against them, he didn't he he did not play well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously, you know, regular season shit, that's cool. But you know, he's not he he was never he was never our best lefty, you know. And this season, it's it's been Nestor, and for the trade that we made for Montas, that's you know, Montas, Nestor. GC, those are gonna be the three main dudes that we're relying on in the playoffs. Monty, he would, you know, what? I don't think he was gonna really get us there. I, I'm not. I don't have an issue with trading him. It's the return that we got. But I mean, you like, what are we doing with what, that? Like, what, what for are we, us what to are trade we tra- a starting pitcher for a Gold Glover? That's for a Gold, that, that might not even be on the team come playoffs. I mean, listen, I fair enough, and I get that. But we made other moves. The other moves, the other moves that we made, I think they circumvent that's like, this. this exactly, and, and that's what and that's what I'm saying because at the end of the day, Monty was not going to start playoff games, and that's fine. Who, who I just you, think who, we should have got. I would rather if we took a fucking four prospects 
than one dude who signed for a year who's probably not going to actually do anything for us for I the mean, rest of the season. In I a guess. year that if we're if we're going to talk about win now moves, even if you get a bunch of prospects, not a win now move, but that'll help replenish the prospects that we traded away. And we then we got one dude who probably is not going to play, which is nuts for a starter, a starter with a, like a solid ERA who was playing in arguably the toughest division in baseball. Mm. The best, like, the best hitting league in baseball. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't... That confuses me because we know that his actual value is probably higher on another team than it would be on the Yankees. Right. And for us to just not really get much back doesn't make sense to me. And the other part like, of it... Like, even if we're going to sit here and talk about get back a position of need or something, yeah. or, like, another bat, someone we could just DH if someone gets cold, whatever, like, we got another defensive replacement. Right. Like, we literally just trade... Like, we, we got Ben Benintendi, who's a very solid outfielder. Like, Matt Carpenter's out here like, hey, he's the best defensive center fielder in baseball. That's cool. It doesn't fucking help us. Right. But based off of, but based off of all the moves that we made. And we based have the off, best center fielder and, and, in baseball and based right off, now. And based off of whatever, yes, that is very true. And based off of, you know, what was going to happen after this season, were, were you going to resign, Monty? I mean, you know, what, like, what? So either way, we lose him for nothing, so we might as well lose him for nothing? <laughs> Listen, like, if we were going to lose a nigga for nothing, I'd rather lose a nigga for something. Because we weren't going to resign, Monty. We... Like my, like listen once like I fuck with I fuck with Monty as a pitcher. He's a very decent pitcher and he's been very decent for us. You know, all, as a roster, we never hit for the guy, and we weren't winning games behind him. So fuck it, let the nigga go kill in the, in the National League Central. He's gonna be way better with the Cardinals in my my opinion, with all the heavy hitters that they had with the Goldschmidt's with the um, with the Goldschmidt's with the Arenados, all of those guys. Then he would have been you know with us. And playing in a horrible hitting division. Exactly. Again, I don't have an issue with the trade. It's about what we got back. So what? What would you have? What would you have preferred for? Like just like just prospects. I like. I I either would have taken multiple prospects, like actual to replenish the prospects that we traded away, or someone that can actually help us now. In some, even if it's a small regard. But realistically, realistically, the best best prospect that we traded away in all the trades was probably JP Sears. JP Sears is probably the best, the best prospect that we that we gave away in the trades. And the only reason why we know who JP Sears is is because he's done spot spot starts a couple times throughout the season. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, I'd rather replenish the farm. If we're going to talk about things that aren't going to help us right now, I'd rather replenish the farm than pay $10 million for Harrison Bader, who might not even last the fucking duration. Do the Cardinals of the even have a, have a farm that has anybody worth? I, so why are we trading him to the Cardinals? You're telling me the only team that, that would have been with the Cardinals? And that's the thing. Like That's why I can see it realistically being... Like a setup move for us to potentially land another starter and another bigger player. Like that to me makes more sense because it seems like, okay, we got rid of Monty, we got some stuff back, but this is really just to clear shit out so we can get someone else. Like, and that's where I, I'm a little bit conflicted in the sense of just like, what the fuck were we trying to do? I would love to hear a statement or some shit like that or something mm-hmm. because for a starter that we know has more value off of our team, just to get a player like Bader back, I don't think it's enough. I mean, mm. Bader. It, that's, it feels Bader. like y'all don't agree with me. I don't. Just, I don't because I because I think Bader Bader's a good player. He's a good player. He's hurt. He's just hurt. The worst thing about Harris, uh, Harrison Bader he is right Tim. Now, like, what does he give to us that Tim LaCastro doesn't? A way Bro, better what? glove. Yeah, like, he's, he's considered like, for our strongest he position. He literally oh. won a gold glove at center field. And how Bro. great has Josh Donaldson been for us too? Oh my God, bro, bro. That's not that's he won the he won the gold glove last season. 
He he won the Gold Coast last season. Josh Donaldson, we're not using Josh Donaldson as example because I told you how I feel about Josh Donaldson. Josh yeah, Donaldson won the MVP. And his MVP season is nowhere close to what Judge is even doing right now. So that's a whole other conversation. That's cool, but he's been goal goal level for us in the infield. He's been no, Josh Donaldson's been really, really good in the infield. But yeah. at the end of the day, there's better people that I would rather have there. Would I rather have Josh Donaldson at third or would, would I rather have DJ LeMay at third? That's a, that's an obvious. We'll get to that later. Yeah. And also, doesn't it also allow you to have Stan not have Stanton play the field because I'd rather not have Stanton play the field in the playoffs. I'd rather have him as a DH. I that'll go into what I think our best lineup is. Because um, then I then you can just throw out a judge. You throw out a judge, uh, Benintendi, and what's his uh, Bader. It's not our best outfield. lineup, Doug. Our best then lineup, what? in my opinion, and the lineup that I think we should roll with going forward. Yes. Also. Because now we're going to hear, oh, Josh Donaldson seems like he's finally going to turn around. Josh Donaldson had a good game last night. I can't wait for him to not get a hit in the next 13 games. That's exactly what's going to happen. Like, that, I agree. Some that, bullshit. that I will agree with you. I was like, what, our you got best, a double, double in a home run? Our best lineup, yeah. mm-hmm. and I genuinely feel this, and the only reason why I feel like when I get to the outfield, why it should be the way is, I'll get to it, but mm-hmm. I think it should be Rizzo at first, Glaber at second, mm-hmm. IKF at short, mm-hmm. DJ at third. Yes. Outfield. Yes. Um, Stanton. Judge, Benintendi, and then you DH Carpenter. And the reason I have Carpenter as the DH instead of the outfield is because Stan still has a better arm than him. I'd rather Carpenter off the bench. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather because, I'd, I because what's his face? But Stan who's the other dude with the bench, Hicks? It doesn't matter. I'd rather have the, the lefty power bat of Carpenter off the bench. Bec- and it's also because Hicks For, is, a, is a switch. As well, and can how also much play is Hicks giving us? I'm, I'm not. No, saying. but that's what I'm saying. I think that is our best lineup, where we're getting what we get from Carpenter. But, but we are, you, and we still get ju- and Stan. We don't need to choose between the two. Is what I'm saying. Carpenter in the lineup, you have nothing to bring off the bench ever. Like you don't have anything because Hicks not hitting. Come playoffs, that rotation is shrinking anyway. I get why, that. Why do we want? Because to, like, if have I need someone to so pinch, valuable. if I need to pinch hit in a situation for Higashioka or Trevino. I am taking Matt Carpenter Trevino's over. He's been playing great, and I'm telling you, I would. Wait, who would you rather have in a in a, in a so you'd rather, situation? So you'd rather, rather keep a good. Carpenter. So you'd rather keep a good bat just out of the lineup, period, and be like, maybe we'll use him if we need him instead of just having it to be ahead. If it comes at the expense, the if it comes at the expense of a worse defense, yes. Yeah, how, because I'm how not much, gonna, because I would much rather trust okay, but Bader then, than Giancarlo. Okay, in but the we're outfield. not getting any offense from Bader. Not necessarily. I get I mean, all, if I can get offense from DJ Judge Rizzo and Stanton, also as we know that Judge does not hit when Trevino, the rest of the lineup hits. And we also can we also so then we're never going to do anything on, in the playoffs. Then can we also acknowledge that pitching has never been the problem for us in the postseason? That has not been the aside, problem. Exactly. Aside from Cole. that, oh, well, that man, shaky. Well, okay, yes. Like the last postseason, I mean, it counts, but it doesn't really count. We played one game, and this nigga Garrett Cole was ass, so we lost. But aside from that. Pitching has like starting pitching, starting pitching has not been the problem for a team for the, for our team. It has been hitting and it has been timely hitting. So I would rather sit here and put out a fucking death lineup like that, which I think is our best lineup. That would be our best lineup, and then have defensive subs after we get motherfucking a lead. Then sit here and be like, all right, we'll keep Matt Carpenter just in case. If if Verlin is on the mound, Matt Carpenter has to start. Regardless, no, like I'm saying, yeah, you have Carpenter start, but I would, I think I'd, I'd much rather have Carpenter on the bench as that 
Power Give me fucking Andujar off the bench at that point. I'm not I, like I, 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 he's motherfucking had a better Carpenter. season than the rest of our bench. So I'm sitting here. If you put Carpenter in the lineup, then we're sitting here talking about someone we might use. But we, they you're going to sit here and say we might Carpenter. use. They will use him again. You're talking about in pinch hitting situations. I'd rather have him which in comes up all the time ha- in the again, playoffs. I would rather have him in and help us get a bigger lead off rip that way than sitting here like, all right, maybe I'll put him in cold and hope he does well. JT, I understand what you're trying to say. The reason why I disagree with you is that Matt Carpenter has been good. He has, has proven he, how valuable he exactly, is. He like, deserves to be in, in the, the lineup. In the, in They've the, been playing in him in the, right field so he can be in the lineup. In the very small sample size that he has played in, he has played exceptionally well. There's nobody in the lineup, including Judge, that has been that good over that small of a sample size. I get that. So that's what that, I'm saying. And then you put, you have, to me, you put, um, he has a better arm, uh, Stan has a better arm than him. So you'd rather yes. have Stanton in the outfield, and then you live with that because are we gonna sit here and say Stanton's played bad in the I'm not, outfield? No, I'm not saying he has so, played bad. So how valuable is Harrison Bader at that point? All right, all right. Look, look, look. I'm not. I, I can't question you guys on the on the obviously the Carpenter is a, is, a, is an improvement. Obviously, much better hitter than Bader. I mean, I don't mind. But when Bader, you can though. literally have an outfield full of Gold Glovers with arms. And we still gotta wait for Ben and to get it together. But that's not my that's not my that's not my issue. I understand that not everybody on the team is gonna hit. But if I can know that behind my pitching, the defense is going to be solid and locked down, mm. it makes me much more comfortable in playoff situations because the slightest bobble, the slightest bowl that gets past Stan, I'm gonna be like, well shit. Like if we had a better fielder out there. Maybe he makes that catch. Or in a, yeah, what in a about when no one else is hitting and now we're sitting here hoping that at the freaking end of the game, Harrison Bader gets a clutch hit. So that, so that five niggas, five or six niggas are not going to be hitting? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's we haven't been we, our issue so, in the so, playoffs. So, so here's the thing, right? That's been the issue. Is that would I rather have Matt Carpenter for three to four at-bats or would I rather just have him for one? It, it it's cold. He, he's he's one of he's he's the one of the best hitters like right now. I get now, it. I, like I, like I understand what you're trying to say. I really, really do. But you, you, you can't keep him out of the lineup. You just can't. Yeah, and I'm not saying this is like a definite thing. Valuable. I'm just saying like this is this is the reason why you would have. This is it, honestly this this conversation is more so kind of justifying why they would trade Monty. No, I, but I, and that yes that like part of it. That, 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 that's the issue with Monty being I'm saying, traded. Yeah. I really don't. It's just I don't think that we got like. Good enough value for it, but it, all right. So if, I don't. if that's the case, then I'd all right. You have somebody that can help this. If team. you sat here and went, I'll get one motherfucker who can't do nothing but hit. He can't put him in the field because he's ass. Mm-hmm. He's maybe just an extra bat. If mm-hmm. we sat here and traded for a solid pinch hitter, I would have mm-hmm. felt better than trading for Harrison Bader. Okay, so my 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 because then you comes, have that value where you're like, all right, yeah, we can put him in and he'll hit. Even my if he's a my, my confusion comes with you saying you want prospects because prospects aren't going to help you come playoff time at least. In a best case scenario, obviously worst case scenario, Bader doesn't play. Best case scenario, he plays and contributes on this team. So at least you get somebody that can still contribute to the team, as opposed to getting people that may not even can you ever pull up see. Harrison Bader's numbers for me, please. You know the league career numbers. Like I'm not going to no, argue this, that he's like isn't. any any type of hit or anything like that. But if the nigga is saving 53 runs, you know, over a certain amount of time, that's so valuable in such a small sample size, isn't it? It was like four. It was like four years. Like I no, I'm saying like, that that 53 runs is the most so in the valuable. League. It's so valuable for one playoff series. 
That's depending on how you do are doing right now for Play someone who's not going to be a regular player in the lineup. All right, right? so he hits below Def- average. D- defensive let's, things let's, don't let's, don't make make or break playoff series. No, but I'm saying you're talking about that saving is going to be so like of that sample size is going to be so valuable. I'm not saying is I'm saying this is the when defense and pitching has not been our issue in playoffs. Look, I, I this is not the this is not the most solid of solid. You know, you can always get better. Yeah, you could have, I think we could have done with a better bat because part of the issue was we had like we brought up when we talked about what our subs are looking like. Our subs can't fucking hit. I don't think we was gonna get a better bat though. Honestly. Like where, like, like, where like, was that based, other bat based, coming based, from? Based based off of just everything that was going and the prices that everything was going like like who really got traded? They the Orioles weren't gonna give us Trey Mancini. The Royals already gave us Benintendi. They wasn't going to give us Benintendi. And the Padres on top of Soto got Bell, because that was somebody I brought up last week. Exactly. Josh Bell, we weren't going to get because Josh Bell was going to be included in whatever deal with Soto because the Nationals did not want to pay his contract. Mm -hmm. And we weren't going to give up Volpe, Dominguez, and all of those guys. Like, the best prospect that we gave up in all three of the trades that we made was J.P. Sears. And that's the problem, is that, like, if we were going to go after a guy that was better than... Harrison Bader, in terms of hitting, that is, it would have cost us way more. Would we have been willing to mortgage our future for that? I, I don't. I really don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's so. like the Monty trade confused me as well. I, but I thought Monty was probably going to be the odd man out in that rotation anyway. I thought they were going to send him to the bullpen for the playoffs. I, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I think of like in general, like I know we've had conversations here. So it's like, oh yeah, Cole is like the worst starter on the staff, right? But in in reality, like I. Would trust Tyone more. He's one of the be- he's one of the better righties, but I wouldn't trust him in a playoff game. Now that we have Montas, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be Cole, Montas, and Nestor. Those gonna be the top three, and we're gonna figure it out from there. And you probably go you pro- you gotta throw I think you throw out Sevy. Yeah, well as I, your as your fourth. I can't rely on Severino, bro. Like and, and I hate to say that and I and I you know, I give him credit for how we started the season and how mm. how crazy he was going when this shit started. Bro, I, I can't rely on Sever. I can't trust that Sevy's gonna be there in October when this shit counts. Do you trust Nestor? So Nestor's never like, done it before. Like He's been like a real Rocky recently. Nestor, Nestor, Nestor's tough. Because like Nestor only stares me because he never really goes. Even in his great outings, yeah. he never really goes long. Yeah. So and playoffs, most starters don't go unless you're like Scherzer or Degrom or somebody like crazy yeah. or Kershaw. Nobody's really going past like five innings mm. like that. So I I always thought like all right if you send Monty to the bullpen you could do double lefty all right you throw Nestor for three innings bring in Monty for like another like two or three innings then go to your bullpen and now this kind of brings into another question with the yep. Yankees what do you do with that bullpen going into the off season not off season sorry into the, the postseason. postseason because you figure that right, they brought fourteen pitchers last postseason so let's say they bring fourteen this this, this postseason who are those fourteen they use Debbie Garcia correctly. I'm not saying he's that, the that, best that, picture out of the thing. That, that fucks, that fucks us up. <laughs> we went through the bullpen. Our bullpen will be fun. I'm not worried about there's our bullpen. No one, there's no the one Mets who, on the other hand. The, the, no the, the Mets probably had the worst trade deadline of all the fucking contenders. Oh, to be there, there reminds me. Just so you guys are clear, I'm not upset about our trade. Like I I agree with basically oh. everyone else who's out here saying that like we had one of the best trade deadlines. Like We mm. won the trade deadline. There's nothing yeah, wrong with Yeah, no, they had a good... Me, personally, I just don't see it as like we... Like I still feel like me, uh, not me. I still feel like the Yankees and the and the Astros are still on the same plane. Like no team did anything to put themselves uh, higher Astros, than the other. I agree, but the Astros definitely they I, yeah. Bro, they, I think they, I, they did I, the I, them getting Mancini. I'm like God. Damn I think they bro, did the same things we did and of, of filling holes. Asquiz, yeah, yes, and bro. that motherfucker hits against us. Yes. <laughs> 
How is it that the two AL East teams combined to send, you know, hey, make, hey, make that hey, trade hey, This with is the literally Astros? like the fucking, um, the Devontae Smith trade. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some bullshit. But, yeah, I was like, damn, y'all niggas trade with Trey Mancini and, um... Christian Vasquez, I'm like, damn, because they they definitely needed to upgrade a catcher. Mm-hmm. Mm. So them getting getting uh, Vasquez is tough. But Trey Mancini, they, he's just a good player, bro. He's just a really good mm-hmm. player that hits against us and was a really good uh, guy for the Orioles, which is crazy. The Orioles, they fucking were sellers at the deadline with saying, the winning surprised? record. I, yeah, I, I was surprised. Um, but at the same time, I, terrible. Can, I thought if they were going to move someone, it would have just been Mancini. No, but they because fucking— Because they have, like, because of the age difference, he doesn't fit the rest of the core. Mm-hmm. And also just the fact that, like— you know, now that you have players behind them that they can play a little bit more. They um, but I, I agree. I was I was kind of surprised, especially we talked about it last week where it's just kind of like they're making a push. Like they didn't really need to be sellers. They four games out of the wild card. Yeah, they really did not need to be sellers. It was like what the it was similar to when um their Mariners traded their best reliever, I think it was last year. Yeah. They traded um and I think they traded them to the Astros, who they were competing with the wild card spot for. Yes, you're right. And then they were like, All right, we'll give you Diego Castillo to like quiet you a little bit, but yeah. Hey, working out with the Mariners. Mariners the, uh, in a wild card spot right now. That's a good. That's a good young baseball team, man. Yeah, they just got Castillo. He pitched fantastic. Yeah, we got uh, clapped by the Mariners missing their best player today. Yeah. It would, against fast. against our best pitcher. Yep, mm. that's kind which of is crazy. messed up because like after that first inning, mm. Cole retired seventeen of the next nineteen batters. <laughs> yeah, who was he? James fucking Paxton. Basically, also, that reminds me, <laughs> the Big Maple. Like, they were talking about the Justice Sheffield, like the James Paxton trade. Mm. And it was Justice Sheffield and some people who, like, how they were like, oh, how this person got to the Mariners or how they got to the Yankees and stuff like that. Imagine we did held on to Justice Sheffield and didn't get Manny Machado because of it, yet we traded Justice Sheffield for James Paxton. Yep. The, real, the reality of the New York Yankees. That's yeah. tough, bro. <laughs> like... But That's, it makes you. But it makes you wonder though. If we if we sign Machado, right? What would the trajectory have looked different? Like, what about us right now would have looked different? Right. I don't, if we had Machado on the books, we wouldn't have gotten Cole. Which to some, I'm sure so there's some people that's actually very happy about that. He still got to prove his contract. He still got to prove it. Um, this is like this is. I'll tell you yeah. what, Machado's been on some since he's he's moved around a bit, but them teams have done pretty well. I mean, maga maga maga. Them teams maga. have done Machado's maga, or you talking about Gary Cole? Both. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's just wild to think about. And speaking of Manny Machado, he got himself another ridiculous acquisition. So yeah, that no, that's, that's like, Padres, Padres are, are, are they? They sat up in the chair. Right, they're, they're, they're about to take this season seriously now. So before I feel bad for whoever's going to play them. Yeah, some playoffs. That's man. like if there's one thing I'm grateful for, I'm very grateful for that Juan Soto did not get traded to the American League, so I don't got to see this nigga however many times a year, seven game, seven to 19 games a year. We just might see this nigga once every couple or in the World Series. I, I, I can deal with that, but yeah. So if y'all didn't hear, Juan Soto is now the newest member of the San Diego Padres, which now includes Juan Soto as the left fielder, um, Harrison... What the fuck? No, not Harrison Bader. What the fuck? Josh Hader. Josh as Hader. A, as now they're, they're fucking closer, which it was like, I don't know what the fuck the Brewers are doing. Um, I don't get it either because they're in the hunt for a wild card. They're, like, And they're like, I they're mean. In they're in the hunt with the fucking Padres. And they're not too far out of a division lead. 
Like it's not impossible. Like the I don't know. Is a trash can franchise in MLB? Is that what they are? I don't know. I I, I think they're they're a team that doesn't know whether they want to be small market or big market because they've had really decent players come through. Yeah, but they just never really got it clicking like that. And it's like, all right, yeah, they might make a uh, a wild card series or something like that, or or divisional. But then that's it. Then they miss the playoffs for like two years, and they come back, and it's like, all right, well. You're still doing the same song and dance. So I was very surprised that they were sellers because they have a lot of really good hitters on their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was very, I was very surprised that they traded, um, that they traded Josh Hader, bro. I, I could, I, I could not believe it. Like that nigga is right now, as far as closers go, I will give the man the credit and say that he is the best closer in baseball. Respect Edwin Diaz. You just did it this one season, but Josh Hader has been doing this for quite some time to a team that needed the bullpen help and a team that is going to contend now with some of the best young players in baseball. We talk about, the, like, a team that got great young talent. The Padres, man. Their starting, their my, starting rotation is is pretty beastie, too. And yeah. my favorite point, Fernando Tatis has not played He's yet. not even played. Exactly. Like, it's insane. It, it kind of... Slightly different, but it's something you think about. Um, do you remember the the year the Rockets were cooking and Dwight Howard didn't play, and they were oh, like, "We'll yeah. just let him sit out longer so he can just come back fully healthy." Right. Mm. Like it feels like that's what they can almost do. Um, it's just fucking nuts, man. Like, and you know, it, it means that we did not get Juan Soto, which I, I'm not mad at, but like, you know, it was fun to entertain the conversations last week. Yankees address their needs, and that's it, that's the exactly. Most I'm not thing. mad at it. Yeah. Um, and then again, if if we win the World Series and Judge walks, no harm, no foul. Um, we have a World Series, but, but if we don't, exactly, <laughs> and we potentially use, lose Judge for nothing. I will say one of the things that came out of this that did make me happy, which is a point of stress last week. We apparently made a serious offer for um for Otani, and you know, just because it didn't happen right now doesn't mean it may never happen. Yeah, I don't think um, the Angels were serious about trading him now. I think they wanted to see I the think they just wanted to, you know, yeah, yeah, and then, think, yeah, they literally or, just wanted to see what yeah. the situation was looking like. But the things I was seeing was apparently they might take some serious offers for both of them this summer and might just buy into like winter. Sorry. Yeah, you know what I meant. Um but yeah, and also you guys saw the headline where it's talking about teams are asking about Glaber Torres. Yeah, I'm glad someone got their trade value back up just in case we would need to package him for a ridiculous player. Um you know, we'll we'll see what happens there, but uh, I I think the overall consensus is we had a solid, we had a really good trade deadline, um, and then we had like those other teams, like it, it it's kind of frustrating that the Astros got better, <laughs> um, when we have not beat them. Yep. But uh, shit don't shit, it's a blank slate when we get to the playoffs anyway, and yeah. we did not have um the starting pitcher. I I realistically think that we address all our needs. Uh, before we traded for Ben Attendi, he was in three twenty six. Like I yeah. think that was good. We traded for we tra- we traded for two relief pitchers. One who has been pitching not too great in Oakland, but apparently Oakland's defense is trash, so that wasn't helping yeah. him. The nigga on the Cubs, obviously, John, you spoke on all of this already. I'm just kind of like I, I'm kind of I'm kind of just reiterating on it. Like, but we really did. Oh, oh, how could I forget? Because you did the best move of the trade deadline. Oh yeah, go ahead. We got rid of the waste man himself, Joey fucking Gallo. Hi, Nina. Hakshu, hakshu. Yeah, it's funny because we were always in the chat talking about, like, what this Gallo trade would even look like. And my ass was like, yo, we not really going to get shit back. To be honest, I really don't know what we even got back. We got a prospect back, but we'll see. What, Beater. What I think he was like, like a top 15 prospect. He is a top 10. Top, top 15 10 prospect in the Dodgers organization. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But um, apparently, according to MLB Pipeline now, he is like reclassified as a top 10 prospect 
in all of baseball. Oh, um, well, if he's actually a top 10 prospect in yeah, all of baseball. He's got a high high strikeout to nine innings. Mm-hmm. Right? Was, I think it was like 15 or something like that. Also high walks. So he's basically one of those like three true outcomes. He's either striking out somebody, walking somebody, or giving up a home run because he has a high well, I'll tell you what. We do a good job with our pitchers. We do a good job developing <sighs> Man, that, my, but, boy, um, my boy Matt Blake been doing his thing for real. But yeah, really to be has. honest, yo, like Dodgers, what are y'all thinking? Like y'all don't <laughs> like y'all y'all make a lot of great moves, but like Joey Gallo is really I don't know, what y'all yeah. trying Watching like, like two weeks, he's gonna no, be hit. He's gonna be back like no, three home runs. Want, and I'm like, bro, oh, it, listen, why? why do you think it first and foremost, Yankees fans are number one in terms of crazy ass fans. Who do you think is number two? It's probably the Dodgers fans. Nah, I'm going. I'm going Sox or Phillies. Yeah, Mm. I was going those two as well. But (laughs) it's not that. It's not even. Well, when I heard today that apparently he was blaming the fans and the fans' negativity for why he played bad, and apparently, fans and apparently, yeah, Michael okay. K ripped him. Zero I believe him. Um, I believe so him because can you, can you see if you pull that up? Sorry, sorry. No, can you see if you could pull that up? Michael, just like, like Michael, Michael K. K on rant, apparently, he was like going in. Um, my, my my coworker was telling me, but uh, like, if you're Joey Gallo, like obviously it's not up to him, but like, they traded this man. To the second biggest media market after New York and think it's gonna work out. That's what like I, you're saying with the Dodgers, like, why would they think this is a good move? Like, yeah, maybe the Dodgers fans are a little bit nicer, but he still has tons of lights on him. I think the best place for him to go would have been like Atlanta, where it's not a baseball town anyway, and the team's pretty solid. Oh no, so Atlanta's it doesn't matter too, too much if he Atlanta, fucking plays bad. Nah, Atlanta's too fucking But good. like any small market team instead of the fucking Dodgers, like that shit is crazy. I have it if you want me to just play it play it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's see what this shit here. Well, I mean, it was an abject failure. I mean, the no no reflection on the type of guy he was. He Jeez. worked hard. He was nice with the media. He was a good guy. But the last couple of days, and I, I, want, I want to get your take on this as well. It, it's so odd that he gave interviews as if he was gone. Now, maybe he was told by the Yankee front office that they about. would trade him at some point. But the thing that I didn't like, the story that came out today from NJ.com, you know, he, he's kind of like looking as if he was um, really uh, the, the the guy who was put upon the most and the, the, the fans really got to him. Let's be honest here. Oh, God. He has the worst 501 at-bats of any Yankee position player in their history. He had 159. God, they did not go out of their way to boo a guy that was actually doing a decent job. He was a failure here in New York for whatever reason, <laughs> whether the pressure yeah. of having to win became a big deal, whether he just got his swing out of whack because he mentally was not right while he was here. He deserved to be booed. I don't think the fans were extra special hard on him. I look at what the fans did to Giancarlo Stanton. Yo, that's a good point. Here. That's that a good point. Giancarlo I mean, did, did not he deserve that shit. Booed him. This guy earned the booze. Look at look at these numbers in the last 29 games. Oh, this he is bad. And I feel sorry for him. I truly do. He's not a bad guy. He didn't treat anybody poorly. But the woe is me attitude, like the fans drove him out of New York. Hey, no, no, yo. no. If you hit and you hit the 40 home runs that you were supposed to hit, they would not have booed you. If you didn't hit 159, they would not have booed you. The Yankees had to do this, and I give Brian Cashman... And the front office credit. They got the 15th best prospect that 
the Dodgers have. And by coming over to the Yankees, he's now the 10th best prospect in the Yankees system. And this is to all the fans out there who over the last month were saying, just DFA Joey Gallo. That wouldn't have been a prudent business or baseball move. The Yankees knew that there were teams out there that felt that they could fix him and that in a better scenario that maybe he could regain some of the prowess he had in Texas. Yankees held that card, and they actually got a viable player back that could help the team in a couple of years. Wow, Michael. Shout out. Yeah, shout, yeah. Hey, shout out to Jack <laughs> Jesus Curry. Christ. Yo, my son went in on him. Yo, I was not yeah, bro. When they said he, when he said he had the lowest batting average of a Yankee ever, yeah. ever, bro. Think about how storied this organization is. That's tough. Ever. You know how bad you got to be to be worse than, like, what was it, Chris Carter? <laughs> From like the what was it the the, the 90s or the, or the early 2000s something like that where he was just like god awful and everybody considers him like the worst Yankee ever like bro like now nah, this is this this is to bad. blame the fan like that's what when I I messed with you guys where they're talking about like he did this athletic article and was talking about like yeah like basically in past tense about his time on the Yankees and this was a couple of days ago and they were like that's a weird thing for a player to do um everybody's not built. Hey man, and I said that when we fucking traded for him. I thought it was a terrible idea to trade for him. And check the tape. <laughs> Were we here when it happened? I have been one. Listen, one thing about me is I am consistent, and we might have been, or we might have recorded. It might have happened that the was, day before. This wasn't during the hundredth episode or something. I remember a trade yes. happened. So yes, it was yes, either yes, the Rizzo yes, trade yes. or the Gallo yeah. trade. I but. think it was the Rizzo trade, but I think they happened the same day. I think it was in like a couple hours of each other. It was yeah. They literally happened like back to back. Yeah, bro. Like I just. The fucking waste, man. I'm so happy to be freed from the shackles of Joey Gallo. But, like, for him to sit here and blame the fans, like, motherfucking, what the, New York fans, they not Fairweather fans, but, like, you got to do something good for them to cheer for you, and if you don't, they going to boo you. They not I, just going to boo you just to boo you. I'm hoping that um that, that Benintendi is just having the IKF start where he's just nervous and he's yeah, just, he's you just know, assimilating himself. Trying to do too much. He's, he's letting the vaccine side effects, like, you know, wear off on him. <laughs> And, you know, he comes back in a couple of weeks and really starts doing what the fuck we traded for him to do because yeah. that, Ben and Teddy's not having a great start. No, they've already yeah. started booing him. At least he's getting on base, though. <laughs> Way too early. At least he's getting on base with the I walks. I mean, yes. He's as opposed wa- to IKF yes. was just like, yeah, it, it was a yeah. ground out, strikeouts, like that's all it was. And IKF is, I think, has been a pretty valuable contributor as of late, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it, 15-game hitting streak? He'd still be a liability sometimes, though. Like, he's been in the field, he's fucked shit up. But then he, I feel like the same amount of shit he fucks up, he will have a really good play in the fields. The same amount. Like he'll fuck up one and then he'll make some ridiculous thing after. Don't fuck up the first time. We don't have to have the, the, the ridiculous thing in the, in, to save us. I don't know. I'm I not. Mean, I, I feel I, like I, for he, as many plays he fucks up, he makes as many good plays. He's there. He's just a guy that it's like, all right, he's not going to lose this game, but I'm not counting on him to give me anything. He hustled, though. I, he yeah. do try hard, one and thing, that counts for something. One thing about IKF, he definitely give good at bats and shit. Fuck your hustle. But <laughs> it's like, would I rather have IKF at short, or would I rather have somebody that's going to have an impact on the game at short? So whenever Volpe or Peraza come up, like... Yeah, well, we don't is have, there an argument for not having uh, Peraza up right now? Oh, because he's in AAA just killing and like, like he's he is here. absolutely raking it. It's, 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 it, it's the same. It's the same thing with uh, Francisco Alvarez for the Mets, the nigga that's that's uh, that, that's catching. Um, I actually just traded Peraza in the show, but um, I I traded Peraza for for bets. So um, but Peraza's like was he 24? Uh, twenty two. Okay, so twenty two is crazy. It could just be they're just like, yeah, he might just be too young. We don't want to. We don't want to. I feel like they might be a little shook after the Debbie thing. I mean, but like, but it's one of those where like, all right, you bring him up now, 
get his feet wet a little bit. Yeah, you still, shit, you still won't around. have to deal with uh, service time because he's never he's never going to hit the 140 whatever days. Yeah. Um, get Bring him up for like a month, see what he does. If he flounders, all right, just write it off as, all right, he yeah, never that would yet. That would mean that they would actually play Josh Donaldson less. That would be, that would be great. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And then if he does do well, now you have a great problem. And, you know, all right, he was do an we... MVP player. He'll turn it around. Yeah. You know, we're just waiting, we're just waiting on the swing, you know. That's it's going to happen. Think, bro, we see it here the and there. You know, said, he had a good uh, game yesterday, and he's just going to build on it from there. He's putting the work in. Don't know. All right. Man's all right. hitting, what, 216? All right, Brad from Runcon. Come on don't, no, don't nobody I hate more than fucking... Um, Donaldson, Josh, Josh Donaldson, bro. Yeah. I have such a love, like, not even a love hate. It's really like a hate, and like, okay, thank goodness you did something today. Finally, like you showing signs, but yeah, and, and I feel bad because because Susan really be trying to defend him. Maybe like, ah, uh, well, you know, he's he's almost there. You know, the swings are starting to look better. She's got to be positive. Like, she, she, she's not, never, but, never but, her and, but, but, yeah, her and John Sterling, Sterling don't be positive at all. No, no, they nah, they, they just, be ripping like, into the motherfuckers. They be keeping shit a stack, bro. Yeah. Like they was not talking about Joey Gallo like that. Why? Because well, they, I mean, it's kind of hard. They were going into John Carlo when he was doing there out here. Is like. He swung at the pitch and it hit it in the dirt. What are we even doing here? They've been looking at the ball. Like, yeah. they be going in. And I will say, again, the only issue I have with Susan is her voice because the more I've learned about her personality, I do it like I think she's a cool person. I just don't love her voice. But that's just for me. Fair enough. But I'm going to send um, this tape to Susan. I'm going oh to have her judge your voice. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> should I do a radio voice? <laughs> um,. I don't think I can keep that up for like a whole. I don't even give up for five minutes. A radio voice. A radio voice. Oh no, it's not that hard. That's tough for that long. Yeah, it's not that hard. You, I've done yeah. it before. I was yeah. gonna say, is that I what was you on the radio here? for like three years at Temple. Like, it's not that hard to keep up. What was your radio voice? I don't know. It was a little bit. It was a little bit more monotone. Can than you this. do it? Uh, I could. Like a radio, like like a sports broadcaster's no, radio. Type whatever voice? your radio voice was. Oh, damn! It's been a while. I don't like being put on the spot. Maybe next week. Okay. Next week I'll do it. Okay. I'll do the whole pod. Um, the whole pod? Maybe. That's bold. I just feel like okay. I couldn't know. I could not keep this up for an hour. <laughs> well, John, I'll tell you. It's uh, it's not that hard. You just got to, you know, you don't even think about it. You know, like you said, I, I'm, I'm really into this uh, whole Cheerios guy uh, from the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> killer sinker. Absolutely devastating slider. Cheerios guy, guy. And, uh, you know, he throws from the same arm angle, too. I don't know if you've seen the pitch overlay on him going around Twitter. I think it was on John Boy. But, mm. yeah, it was uh, it was something. The Yankees really got a, a, another shutdown arm in the pen. I'm really excited. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. I know sometimes, you know, mm. this, this little stretch is a little bit harrowing. We haven't experienced this rough stretch all season. But, you know, the Yankees will come out of this on top. Honestly, if I'm going to keep it a stack with you, John and Miles, <laughs> first place really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really mean much because what really matters is the postseason. Yankees have gone into a lot of postseason in the past. First place has not amounted to anything since 2009. Honestly, I'm a little bit sick of it. Uh, uh, uh. I, I think the I, I think that's a great point. I think the biggest thing is like staying hot going into the postseason. Hence why I don't want to like just. I understand we don't care that much, but like I don't want to you know just have a middling way to finish and that's and, and that's an important point point you made john uh because you just look at last year look at the atlanta braves look where mm-hmm. they were at this point in the season look how they finished look what happened they won the world series against the astros john it can happen you have to go in in every sport hot into the playoffs you see it in football baseball basketball tennis hockey tennis tennis too yes okay indeed <laughs> shout out naomi Ahsoka. actually no do not shout out naomi Ahsoka. Apparently, reports are her and Corday broke up, but she denied it. 
I'm upset. Oh, so you're upset that they're still together? A little bit. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Um, wow. Yeah. I can't believe hate it. We, we got anything else? It's time for ABC. We've been, uh, we've been on this for a little bit. I think the, uh, I think what we're not talking about on. here is the uh, biggest uh, trade deadline acquisition that was made by the New York Mets. Uh, they got back Jacob DeGrom, who is, uh, you know, I want to ask you guys this opinion. Uh, Miles, because you weren't here last week, who would you rather uh, have as more reliable, Jacob DeGrom or Kyrie Irving? Jake. Jacob DeGrom. That's not even a question. Jake. Interesting. Jake. Because Jake be always hurt. Yeah. Kyrie's always doing social justice stuff. It's interesting. PTO. Jake been top two of his position for the past. Uh, exactly. How much, how much gives? Exactly. And Jake has also never, hasn't started more than 15 games in the past three seasons. Yeah, because he's getting hurt trying to get his own run support. This is true. As we saw in the last game for the Mets against the Nationals, AAA Nationals, after that Juan Soto trade. They didn't produce runs for him in his five innings. Yeah, as the bullpen usual. imploded. Death taxes. Degrom not getting any run support. Yeah, I'm not gonna um, lie. I'm gonna take the two time best at his position versus the none time best at, the, at his maybe position. maybe we'll actually be in the degree. Maybe he'll finally understand and not resign with them when he's con- he, well, he's got a year or two left on his deal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe we can make a play. I love Jake so much. This nigga is way too fucking good at pitching and throwing. This nigga just paints corners and throws fast. We do. Like really, he's just he's just yeah, too he's fucking good. Fantastic! Jesus I really Christ. I want when the Mets were bad and it was like all right, it looks like him hey, and Syndergaard were gonna get moved. I really like was hoping we could have traded for him, but I remember at that time he was like, I don't want to get traded, and it was one of those like situations, maybe like Dame, where it's like if you said yes, probably could have had you. The thing is, is that he's gonna get he's he's gonna get um he he's gonna opt out of his contract, mm-hmm. and yeah, they gonna they, resign. Everything he gonna put in play. But at this point, like we can't think about it. Can we even afford to pay him at that point? Oh, can we afford to pay him? Oh, I, we gotta pay, pay Judge first. Exactly. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what happens like, off season. The first off season transaction that we make is we resign Judge. Think it's happened? You think it's right after we won the World Series? They put that contract in front of him. I think Judge is getting no less than three hundred million dollars. How long? That's that's the bigger question for Judge. He is 30 years old. Between 7 and 10 years. And that's just the L that we got to take, bro. Oh, that, I mean, you know. 10 years at 30s. Yeah. It's nuts, but, like, what do you do, bro? This nigga is on a, is on a crazy stretch right now. Like, so we can ask you the question that we brought up last week. Nice. If, um, if you win and he walks. You can't let him walk. You can't let him walk. That's your. That's the bottom line. That's bottom line. You can't let him walk. That's it's, the it, bottom line, brother. It's, it's principle. Like that's just not a Yankees thing to do. Like we're not other organizations. We're not the Kansas City Royals. We're not the. We're not the Marlins. We're not the Nationals. Not the Toronto Raptors. We're like literally. Think about it. The Nationals let their World Series MVP walk in free agency, and you know, I mean, they made the right choice, but we're not those teams. You know, it's an interesting point because, you know, you look at the Nationals, what they've lost in the past, like, three years. Lost Scherzer, lost Soto. Who are you Ren- talking about the World Series MVP? Anthony Rendon. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, Rendon, yes, who's also just been kind of trash. Yeah. Uh, no, he's been hurt. That's that's all it is. He has not played. Trash availability. Yeah. Um, who else they lose? Well, Josh Bell. Um, Josh Bell wasn't there originally. But it, but I'm saying in the past, like, in the past couple of years, Josh, yeah. Josh Bell, Soto, Scherzer, and... Rendon. Rendon. It's really crazy um, to think about them and uh, the Royals, too. Of how good the Royals were for those couple years. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's just like, wow. It was the same thing with the Giants. When the Giants were going to World Series, like, every mm-hmm. every other yep. year. But, then it, like, it kind of brings Tim up. Tim Yeah, boy. Then it brings up the question, right? Is it, like, how do you feel as a fan, right? So, like, the Nationals have never had a championship in their franchise's existence. You get a championship, and then two years later, you're in complete rebuild mode. Is it easier to swallow if you're a fan, or are you upset because... Yo, we're going back to the old mediocrity. We're going thing. back to mediocrity as yeah. it seems. I mean, and it's I, nuts I, too because they had a top tier talent in Bryce Harper for all those years, and the moment he's gone, you finally win. Wow, that that, that is the, that. Oh yeah, Bryce Harper. Harper. That so is thinking, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper was doing his best to you know make those teams somewhat competitive, and that's at least a player you can go and be like, all right, we're gonna go see Bryce Harper play. Yeah, and, and then he leaves. Do nothing. And then, uh, he leaves, and then you fucking win, and then you go, all right. I guess we're never gonna win again, guys. So it's like, like, and that's what, like, I guess to Miles's point about, like, all right, if the Yankees win a chip, and like, you don't pay judge. That's not the Yankee way, and it's like, yeah, you're right because, like, the Yankee way is all right. You get a chip, go get another one. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you're you're not complacent with just one. You know, you you need two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, so it's smaller a Derek mo- Jeter for setting that precedent. Yeah, and I and I think like, and I was having this conversation with uh, some people. It's like, all right, the Nationals are more of a smaller market team, even though DC is a pretty decently sized media mm-hmm. market. Sports media, sports market wise, they're not that big. Nobody really cares. Like, all right, you have the Wizards, the Capitals. Our right, Capitals are a successful hockey team, but they don't get like the kind of the notoriety that like. The Rangers would get right, yeah. or like a team like the Maple Leaves, or like the the Los Angeles Kings, but or something like that. They have like an like all time player, but they have an all time yeah, player. No, that's the thing. Like, he's the only thing that's keeping them relevant. Exactly. It's not the franchise; it's that player. Exactly. So the same thing with the Nationals, right? All right, they've been here for what, like twelve years now. Those are all 13? franchises that have never been bigger than the player. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I it's kind of a weird thing, but if you're the Yankees, you even if you win. You have to do everything in your power to bring him back. Yeah. You got to. And if he and if he still walks, all right, fine, it is what it is. At least your consolation prize is a World Series. Yeah. And then you just try and figure out how to re, you know, build a team maybe around the prospects, maybe around Volpe and Peraza and all that. Who's a free agent? Uh, so, everybody. Up, yeah, no, everybody. Can we, can we look at the free agent market? So like, like who are the Yankees losing? Like this. No, next? no, 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 no. Like the oh, top Yankees like MLB do, free agents. MLB yeah. free agents. Okie dokie. Let's see. This doesn't give you an alphabetical order. It gives you like, oh, free agent power rankings. Free agent. Nope. Not that. Why did it go straight to 2022? Uh, yeah. So, Judge, obviously. Because mm-hmm. um, if we let Judge walk, who who do we go for? Let's see. Why is, why is Correa on here? That don't make no sense. Is this old? This might be old. No, it's not old. When's it from? It's from May 25th, 2022. Okay. So, so even if the order might not be great, at least it's on the list. It says Correa, but Correa just signed a three-year contract. Wait, no, oh, but he has player options every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, player options every single year. Trey I still Turner. don't think I still don't think we, we get him. No, neither. Was he getting 33 oh, Jesus Christ, year? damn. This is a great shortstop class. Correa's definitely going to opt out because the Twins suck, mm-hmm. and they're not beating anybody. Um... So Correa, Trey Turner, Xander, whoever gets him is going to be lucky. Must grow from the Padres. Gucci. Red Sox had an ass deadline. Go fuck him. How old is Arenado now? I think like 30-something. And DeGrom. Rodon. I'm surprised he didn't get traded. And Contreras. Wilson Contreras. Yeah, that's what they were like. It's ridiculous that Contreras still finished. Him and Salvi Perez, honestly, I'm surprised still. Like, those teams. 
Damn, the Mets about to have to pay that big bag to Edwin Diaz. He's also a free agent. Josh Bell is a free agent after this season. That's probably why he got traded. Avaldi is also a free agent, so the rest of them got to do that. and um, Bogarts are going to be traded. Verlander is a free agent after this season, Too but old. he might, but he might, but he might win the Cy Young this year. So if he wins the Cy Young this year, yeah, that's. Yeah, but he's dead thirty seven. Yeah, that's tough. Like I mean, Max Scherzer at thirty seven got a three year deal. And Dansby Swanson. Who has been the, probably one of the best shortstops in the National League this season? So damn, that's a very, very tough shortstop class on situation. Wow, damn, that's tough. <laughs> so if we, if you let Judge walk, do you try and sign a big free agency, or do you try and trade trade for someone? I feel like if Judge walk. You gotta just rock with the young dudes, to be honest. Because if Judge Walk and we win, it's like what, what, yeah. like you don't, you don't. Think they're gonna we, be, they're gonna be comp- trying package Glaber, and maybe not a top, top prospect, but like a couple for for someone big. No, that's because their team control. No, because why, why, why do we have to? Like, because Glaber is well, obviously he's under team control. It's like if we just this is hypothetically, this is hypothetically coming off of us winning a World Series. Nah, I don't think we we would need to do that. Okay, so let's say. We um, judge walks. Okay, one of the two angels is available. Either one. I don't want Trout. Yeah, I wouldn't take Trout, especially with the 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 back injury thing that he has now. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be with him his whole career. Is there no, no player that you would want to trade for? I mean, Otani, of course. Otani available. If Otani available is cool, but just get ready to get to pay that price because he's yeah. But I'm oh. saying if you're losing a player of Judge's caliber, which is comparable, mm-hmm. like I mean, I'm saying Otani is comparable. Rudy Gobert type trade. Oh no! If we if we traded for Otani, everything is gone. Everything that we have is that's worth everything is gone. So that's why I personally would not want to try try okay. to to go for that. And you rush the farm a little bit, or you because like you said, we got to win every year. At that point, you rush the farm, or are we just paddling at, listen, you can't just do what you did back in the in the mid nineties and just well, kind of kind of yeah, you just kind of go younger, ease them on up. I mean, the, that, the, that, that's kind of that, 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 the mid nineties. Like low key, mid nineties. We, we didn't win before the mid nineties. You know what they say about the old days? We didn't win before the, the mid nineties. We didn't yeah. establish a culture of winning back then. This is true. But now that we have, now, a, that, we established, now that we have established a culture of winning, where we have to win every year, mm. which I still feel like is so fucking fugazi. Like it, really, it is, really. but thank you, thank George Steinbrenner. Yeah. I think it did. You know how upset I was when I saw Hal in that documentary, and I was like, "Damn, he probably in his mid forties. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that motherfucker was gonna be old. Wait, um, you, you mean seeing Hal? Did you not know what Hal looked like before? Or? I, have, I don't know when was the last time I saw a picture of Hal. <laughs> yeah. Hal is old. No, 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 he's not old. He's not I, old. I thought, I, thought, just, I thought he was older. He just I like your, hoping, your everyday like, kind of middle-aged white guy. He would be older and be like, ah, you know, I think I want to let like my son or someone else run it <laughs> so we could finally get rid of that fucking yeah. shaving bullshit. He in peak white health. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, that nigga is in peak white health. I was going to say, I feel, like, I feel like white people don't... Peak white, white health? White men don't hit their peak health until like once they pass like age thirty eight. From like thirty eight to like fifty five, they are in. Out. They are just in peak white guy condition, and then That's after that hilarious. is when they they, they they hit that wall. <laughs> that he's showing up to work every single day in Dockers, and working it. Dockers, boy, that's tough. Um, but Do- <laughs> Dockers in the Izod Polo. Oof. Imagine having that much bread and still showing up at Dockers in the Izod Polo. Hey, man. <laughs> Digging that that shit is flea. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I spent fucking fifty dollars on this outfit. Y'all niggas better respect bro. me. <laughs> my son couldn't even have a polo polo. It gotta be the Izod. Oh my god, you gotta get him a Pele Pele. <laughs> no. Nah, Imagine man. how pulling up to the stadium for October baseball in a Pele. 
Oh man. <laughs> Probably in a pair of Visu jeans. <laughs> oh man. Nah man, but um all right, that's, that's, can we? Yeah, uh, we, we gotta, gotta end. We gotta, gotta, gotta end it. We gotta anime, dog. We gotta. All right, that's enough baseball. <laughs> we prolong this enough. Oh boy. So, yeah, that's it, John. Do your anime intro thingy that you like to do. That I never interrupt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we are done with sports, and it is time for anime book club. <laughs> It is back now that we are at full strength. If you guys did not know, we are watching Netflix's Super Crooks. Um, and this week we did episodes four, five, and six. So, um, I'm still enjoying this show. Before we got the conclusion of what was going on with the Praetorian, who has a broken-ass power. Yeah, that was messed up. Um, that was yeah, Meg has a different yeah. power every day sort of shit. I thought it was based on the deck of cards. That's what I thought. And he just be just like nah. He just be having shit, bro. Yeah, I thought Pegasus was strapped. Nah, this nigga was waiting. Nah, shit, the <laughs> fact that they were that there was betting, like people actually <laughs> bet every time he shows up, what power he gets, kind of kind of tells you bro. how the world really worked because that's like some true shit. Like yeah, that and they were like he became popular because of how merciless he is towards fucking criminals. Hey, like yo. I fully thought he killed them boys. Nah, when he kept like, saying oh. Death by death by kick. I thought like, everybody oh, was shit. dead. I'm about to be like, damn son, yeah, how's how's Johnny about to die? Like literally, I was like, Johnny can't die because he's the main character, yeah, right. but he go like something's bad is gonna happen. And I bro. only thought they were dead because in like the show title and the opening sequence, it's other people, mm-hmm. not them. So I'm like, oh damn, Yo, got piece like, up in three episodes. This man had something that reflected the fucking bad luck, bro. Nah, yeah, that, see, that, he's, that, a, he's, a, he's broken. a broken that's character. Broken. That's whole, broken, bro. Exactly. That's just unfair. Because when point. I saw him and it was like he gets a random power, I was like, oh, I, in my notes, I'm like, the bad luck gonna fuck him up. The bad luck, everyone's gonna be like, oh, the Praetorian, he's this big power, and everyone's like, they're like, oh yeah, he's not even that hard or whatever. These villains aren't that crazy. And then the bad luck hits him, and he gets a whack power or some shit, and can't fight. Shape him. of a bucket of water, literally, <laughs> and like they can't fight him. So when he reflected that shit, I was like, "It's over." Yeah, nah. it is. You knew it was over, cheating too, bro. because his first power was to multiply himself by four, which meant that each of his clones could also get powers. I'm I still like, don't nah. understand the whole power thing. Is it just they, he just keeps getting new powers? Does it rotate? Like I, I don't, it just, I don't understand. Two, it they completely. said what two hundred different possibilities of powers. That's just yeah. and then you but had he four used clones. more of them. He just used mad of them at the same time. And I was like, what is happening? That's what I thought. I thought like, it was like a today. This is the power I got today, sort of thing. I knew that this nigga's power was broken when he really hit some with the primary lotus. Like it went different. Like literally, kick this nigga up in the air, said fume. Yo, he, he hit him with the Chun Li shit too. Yeah, the Chun Li. Oh yes, <laughs> hit him with the Chun Li combo was crazy. Now when he used his foot, he stomped on him, then picked him up by his foot, so his foot was inside of his jaw. Then threw him up. I'm like, oh wow, like this is mercy. Only only niggas with powers could do some shit like that. Yeah, he was wilding. That's why I got confused too, because that nigga has super strength, super jumps, and can fly. So that. Is that just his base power, and he gets a yeah, new power on top of that? Yeah. Like I don't. That shit is ridiculous. And him calling him an electrician was od. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're an electrician. <laughs> That's nuts. And I'm literally like, and then he starts talking, and in my notes, I'm sitting here. I'm like, is she using it? Like, what the fuck is going on? Is this some mm-hmm. power to pinch it? Is she using her powers? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? And I'm like, what a break. Like, is he just like a fucking weirdo? Like, that's his downfall is that sometimes he's just like. That's yeah, what so, I thought. I thought yeah. he was like, all right, you know like, what? It was, I don't hate you. I just hate what you're doing. Yeah. Stay, stay stay, on the right path, kid. Pure <laughs> power of the pen. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously Casey came in and saved them. Nah, 
when they said, yo, you're doing this for a small ass job, how much did you get? They went 8,000 each. They I was, was, all, I was they like, was damn, that's they, they all was very content with that like, little eight bands. I'm like, bro, like, what? 8,000 and you were about to lose your life for 8,000, Mind bro? you, you got to give a cut to the network. Exactly. <laughs> and I literally they still spoken about that and I'm worried about that. I literally wrote many villains, not super villains. Because eight thousand is like that's, that's nothing. Fucking, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's how much I spend on on my jobs to set them up in GTA. Yo, you can you can <laughs> yeah. you can steal eight thousand without a superpower. If we're being honest, alert. You got tips? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> um, we getting season tickets, boys. <laughs> yeah, so they're doing that, and I'm just like, you know, I'm sitting here. And I'm like, bro, something bad is going to happen. And then she starts talking about like, yo, like we just need to do one big job and you live a quiet life. Just like the NBA. Yep. So I was talking about all this shit. And I'm like, okay, she a protege. Like she a real life protege. But now what if she been scheming on him the whole time? Mm. That's what I'm starting to think about. What if she actually don't love him and just knew that when this job was originally set up, especially if she's the Heat's protege, which we will get into. Like, she's just been scheming on him, knowing that his power is going to be key to some ridiculous job. Damn, now that you said that, that's a, I kind of think that, that now I kind of think like that she's literally happen. like, that was her manipulation of going like, I just need someone that can help and like do whatever, take heat off of me and just set me up to score a ridiculous job and live a happy life. Um, And then if and it's one of those like, OK, cool, even if they do fall in love, it's one of those that like, all right, if I don't if he's gone or he takes a fall for me, I'm still good. You know what I mean? She might low key be ruthless. Um. Anything else on episode four? I feel like that's, that's pretty much that was, what that finishes was, it. Yeah, that's basically I it. had a I had a problem, um, mm-hmm. and this is just a minor thing, but um, the scene where they're talking, right, about mm-hmm. the plane, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm trying to get my MBA and, like, all this other stuff, and, like, yeah, we just live a quiet yeah, life. Yeah, so I could run the money and shit like that and make it. There were two shots in that scene. One is them facing each other. One is them from the back, right? There was never a time where they got undressed. The scene was continuous, and yet... Yo, Matt, you cut his mic off? Yo, like, fuck that act, shit. Can, can no, you, no, no, could you no, actually no, do no, it? No, no, no. I, I care about little things. I care about aesthetics and shows. They're important to me. <laughs> did he do it? I feel like he did because I can't hear him coming. Through. He did it. Look at it. <laughs> he did do it. <laughs> he did do it. <laughs> Matt, I swear to God, turn it back on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> hey, yo. Oh my god. That was funny. Nah, oh, Master geez. Control Matt. Master Control Matt is a menace. I don't like you referring to Matt and Master in the same sentence. Oh, Jesus oh my god. Christ. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Like, come on, son. This is bullshit. I'm not talking for the rest of the- I'm walking out. Me and He-Man are out. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I knew you was going to bring that shit up. But no, they, they started the conversation and they started having sex. And then they finish yeah, the conversation. At the end of the scene. Anyway, it's not important. It was just things Agreed. I had to get it's, off my it's chest. It's not important. This is crazy. Um, I will not five. be silenced. Episode except five. By <laughs> except by the white man. You see that, right? You see. Use your common sense. Open your third eye, brother. <laughs> Did he do it I again? Stand niggas, bro. No, I think he added the echo. That was that. <laughs> Oh my god! I still don't see this. I mean, I don't know. That could be someone else's mic. Um, oh boy! Uh, episode five, the heat. Uh, now we we get introduced to the OG out here, mm-hmm. and um, we've seen the crew get the phone calls and all this shit. And now I'm sitting here wondering who these people are. Carmine. And, uh, 
My son out here got getting all four fingers sliced off and then punching him with that hand was nuts. Yeah, niggas was going crazy off the ripski, yeah. bro. And then this episode where you get the setup, we're like, all right, this is going to be a heist. And I love a good heist show. Like, I enjoy stuff that has, like, heists and stuff like that. It's a fun time. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking he's going to, like, to me, the heat has been set up as the opposite of the guy who runs the other prison. Mm. Oh, I forgot his name, but um, of Mr. Matt's the bastard. Like, I think that's the guy that runs the network. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think it's going to be, like, the heat is just, like, the opposite of just people don't really know who he is, but he's always been doing shit and has always been successful. Now everybody knows and who doesn't, he is, though. No, but no one knows, knows who he really is. Like oh, his like, actual his, identity his actual identity. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everyone knows who Mr. Matz is, and everyone knows that Mr. Matz runs the network mm-hmm. and does all these illegal-ass shit, mm-hmm. but they just can't pin anything on him. Okay. Versus the Heat is just, he's a ghost. He is just like, he is the Heat in the public eye and then doesn't care about anything else, right? He's just out here getting his money, living his quiet life and being smart about it. So like, they're the opposites in that sense, right? Um, And him being named Carmine is jokes because I'm like, it's real typical mob shit out here. Um, Which he was doing. And then, yeah, 1920s, Chicago, Al Capone and all that stuff. Talk him all that shit. I'm very intrigued by like what this plan is going to be and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like they get into the whole like it's some they get uh, some dude from Romania and like all these things where he was like, yeah, I basically pitched the plan and they want to do it. And so I'm like curious as to what it is they're going to steal. Like we don't know all the layers of the plan yet and whatnot. Did all you them, also notice that not everybody that got a call from the Heat, a.k.a. Carmine, was there? Was at the meeting. So uh, I, was, I didn't think about that until you just brought it up. Because oh, yeah. I noticed. Dude. How do you know he's homeless? He was sleeping on a bench under. He got a smartphone. He could have just been sleeping on a bench, and a and a newspaper just happened to fall on him, John. Hey, look, man. Why does why is he like this? How many homeless niggas you know that have a working smartphone right now? I didn't ask his nigga. I didn't. I didn't ask the nigga to come to the pod. You asked him to come here. (laughs) It was gonna just be me and you, John. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not wrong. Yet he, all he does, <laughs> all right, is sit here and challenge me. <laughs> well, if not me, then who? If not you, if you go, if, if if you go, if you go unchecked, then what? Total chaos. You're, not, you're checking me with nonsense. Something has to. Hey, you're fucking look, honestly. Checks and balances. You know what I realized? Let's realize who JT really is. This podcast. Oh shit. Uh oh. JT is Ron Artest. Damn. But like Metal World Peace, like he just be chatting. And he's coming out here. NBA with champion. Things. That's all right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, we've created something good here, but no one knows what the fuck he's going to say or how much we really need him. Hey, yo, this guy. <laughs> wow. Like, my son, my son Ron Artest was surprised when he made that shot. He was like, holy shit, Kobe passed me the ball. Holy shit, I made the shot. <laughs> like, that's how you live your life, I feel like. Nah, I just live it fly by the cuff, just out here having a good time. Yeah, like, jokes. like Ron Artest. Nah, because I don't have a dark-seated past like Ron Artest, so... And Metal World Peace was born from the ashes of darkness, and that's not me. So Ayo. it's true. I mean, that was that nigga was in a dark ass place, and then he did this whole rebrand. Now in Metal World Peace, and now everybody loves him. All right, what was the last name? Panda King, Panda Man, Panda Lover, something like that. Damn, Panda. That's what it. Wait, Ron Ortez? Yeah, he changes after Metal World. He changed it to something Panda. Holy and shit! Then, I didn't and then he took his it. wife's last name. Yep. What the hell? J A D A. Um. <laughs> Oh my uh, goodness. But that leads us into episode six, um, which is the start. So we find out we got to go rescue homie who got caught up on oh, vacation. No. Um, homie was, who was trying to steal the Lambo um, and was <laughs> and could have got some pussy as well. Um, I honestly thought it was a setup to a, uh, you know, another type of scene. Okay. But his power fair. is That's interesting. Is his, wait, is his power uh, 
Was it mag- magnetism? It could be. Yeah. Kind like, I'm of. Curious. But, I, yeah. I'm curious if it's like, I didn't think about magnetism. I thought it was just like telekinesis sort of thing. But you're saying that yeah, if, cause he, it, cause but he, if it's just metal. That's because like he only all he did was lift his hand over the person and it, yeah. and it came to his hand. But he's yeah. also moving shipping containers. Exactly. So mm. the metal, uh, you know, connection is there. But it could be he could just move objects with his mind, sort of thing. So I, I we don't know yet. Also, um, the heat not actually having superpowers is kind of crazy. Old villain, villains didn't need it back then. He said it himself. Mm. Um. So and then him basically creating what would have essentially been the first network. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. So we know that they have to rescue this dude, and that's the dangerous part of the setup. Like, here's the setup mission. They got to rescue this dude, and then they actually go on. Shit, that's GTA. <laughs> like, thousand percent is, bro. Yeah. Um, so the way that the, my man even like set up the whole situation is like, all right, this is what we gonna do. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be the biggest hype. Y'all all about to be millionaires type mm-hmm. shit. Like, we really break this shit down. Yeah, bro. Fifty mil a person. Nah, yeah, niggas was like, yo, so divided up. Don't we so need setup cash to, to do this mission? He was like, oh yeah, don't worry, I got you covered. Yeah. <sighs> Open up the briefcase. Like, goddamn. Yeah, bro. So we've met the cast of characters at this point. Um, what's the ghost name? Is Josh, right? Mm-hmm. Some shit like that. I, I feel like it's Josh. Yeah, it's Josh. Yeah. But he was like, yo, just. Call me ghost. Yeah, we got the fucking the wild ass twins. Yep. Um, uh, it's like having two of what was home Trevor. That was homie from GTA's name, Trevor. Oh boy, Trevor yeah. Phillips. It's like having two fucking Trevors. Um, and then they both have the same power too, right? Yes, they can both. That's what it seems like. I was curious as to what the second one's power was going to be. Too. I had a feeling once I saw the dude with the propeller. I'm like, it has to be some sort of regeneration type shit. Also, I was confused as to why the bigger, the like either older brother or bigger brother, whatever. Was in the bag when they went onto the plane. Like, why was he already oh, dismembered? Oh, he was wait a, a second. He I was the propeller. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. shit. My yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. These niggas are smart as hell. Yeah. Oh. And they're using their powers. I feel like they still feel the pain, though, but they're just numb to it at this point, And that's why they're kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Because when he was regenerating, he was like, ah. Or like when he was fighting, arm. like when he ripped his, his arm off. Mm. You know, they was out here screaming. Make it through in the hut. <laughs> it was like whole, him. It was jokes, bro. Like it was a piece of meat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, started wilding. I, a couple of things with that. I think. Um, and then we also get more of how boss the heat is. Like, you know, we get a little background. We're talking about gathering and all the stuff like that. Obviously, yeah, the there's friction between um, uh, Ghost and uh, Johnny as well. Um, but this whole scene of just like the first level of the heist has been pretty interesting so far. Like we see like how capable kind of the members are, mm-hmm. um, except for when they're talking about how good of a safe cracker Josh is and he can't break the shit. And we'll get to that later. But um, homie was holding their own against Gladiator, who was the head of the Union of Superheroes or whatever yeah. it's called, right? Which is pretty od. Also, I do think there was a little One Piece nod, which I don't think you guys would get. But when he was like, "Oh, like I'll let him know you're coming in on the plane," he's like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna sit out here because that's how Luffy would sit on the boat." I did um, think that was interesting too. Like, why is this nigga sitting just on the top of a plane? Why? Why do you have to do this? Yeah, that's how that's how Luffy used to sit on the go. Well, he sits on all the boats like that. That shit was that shit. But, um, it was giving me very much cell vibes where he was just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, this is the cell games. I'm away for y'all niggas to pull up to me. I'm gonna just post up and sit on my little shit. Yeah, wait for y'all niggas." That yeah. was a fun fight, honestly, between him and uh, one of the brothers. Yep, the bigger mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, is it a stretch that I thought about all might? For a little bit, I don't know I think, why. I think they did a lot of stereotypical. I mean, it's a costume. I do think. It's yeah, a like it's yeah. just. Oh, and he's the strongest yeah. guy, and he's the head of the thing, and it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think they they took a lot of inspiration from stuff. I mean, even when we see Praetorian, like some of the costumes you could see it from like uh, superheroes and other mm-hmm. realms. You know, kind of drawing inspiration from that. But um, yeah, the fight scene was fun. Um, I'm still confused. Like I was like, what the fuck is the purpose of the first brother? Like if he just jumped out and just died right away. Like when he picked up his finger and was like, I'll always remember you shit was funny. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be like, he turned to like 
powder and he could regenerate from that. Yeah. They were gonna kill him from inside or some shit like that. But man's yeah. really just jumped to jump and just got caught picked up at the end. Like well, I said, it was nuts. Um yeah, it was a complete waste of time in that fight. But like you could see how useful that power is and the fact that they are still capable. Like they're smart in fights, he's still strong and can do all these things. Mm-hmm. Um using their their powers to their advantage, you know. Uh, but yeah, Ghost injects them all. They can't break, and now Johnny's out here doing his thing. Like he, his power is very useful. It's not just he's like it's not just oh I can shoot electric. He's not like fucking Kaminari. Yeah, like, he's found good uses for his power. You know what I mean? I mean, created a whole blackout in Chicago. Like that's yeah. just crazy. Just the flags. Also, Ghost suit is weird. Yeah, I didn't get it. Either. G- it's giving me very like bug eye. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a frog. Like what the what in the yeah, firefly is going on here? Yeah. Um, but the whole thing is funny. And then... Also, why does he need a suit? Because if he can just become, what is it, translucent or become a ghost, what's the point of the suit? I don't know. I, I could think it could be, like, one of those recon things or whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel you like think it just, enhances his... I feel like a lot of villains who, like... I thought about this in the first scene. Who made those villain suits? Like, homie who shot the fire, I mean, the ice, mm-hmm. who made his suit? Like, who was out here making suits for supervillains? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was really thinking about that. Maybe the network. Mm. Maybe they got there. Maybe they got you know. They got connects. They got connects. they got they got a tailor. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got a tailor. Yeah. Um. I was just thinking about that because like obviously someone had to make ghost shit too. Like he maybe he was just like I just want a suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where's my super suit? But then again, then again, Johnny had a suit. Johnny didn't had no idea what about the network, and he was locked See? up. So that's why, like, I'm, who making these suits, man? Or is it like I think I'm gonna be a hero, and then you make it, and you're like, nah, this hero shit don't work. I'm gonna be a villain. I already got the suit. <laughs> niggas got a, Niggas got their own. Edna Does mode. every villain start out right? Does it's every villain easy, start yeah. out thinking he's a hero? Edna mode. <laughs> um, no capes. <laughs> uh, so when um they you know they jump and Gladiator's like, well, I'm not gonna die, and he starts having this hallucination with the fucking things. I was sitting here. I thought that was the brother's power at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this his power? Like, is this what he does? And it's like, nope. They plan the whole shit. So he lands right by Casey laying out on a boat. Mm-hmm. Casey doing her thing. Casey's power is dead ass OP as fuck. Big but way. she's right. The Praetorian might be her only weakness. He's like, what if he gets a power that stops mine from working on him? Yeah, but it's like a one in 200 chance, though. I mean, I like those odds. Yeah, but because she did it once. And, and ah, we forgot to mention that. He knows something was up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no. Oh, yeah. Because the cleaning lady, uh, Esmeralda, was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, that was pretty noble of you." No, uh, no, 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 Mister Griffin, no, <laughs> no, 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 Miss Mister Praetorian, he a good guy. Um, but yeah, she was like, "Yo, that was pretty noble of what you did, like just letting yeah. him go." He was like, "Yeah." So then why he, why'd you do that? <laughs> then he snapped and he had the electricity. I'm like, <gasps> so that's what I was thinking. I was like, what if he takes powers? What if his power is instead of like he can use the powers of things that he sees? It's like a that's what I was thinking guy. too. Oh. Yeah, it's like what if it's like a shark? It's also, like a copy. Is, oh yeah, damn! Right? So this nigga is basically Kakashi. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, that's, that's the thing I was thinking about. Once he did that ele- electricity power, you gotta, he, they, he had a he had a teleportation fight with transmit. You know what I mean? Yep. So damn. that's that's something that I'm I'm you know it might it might be a thing. They might be foreshadowing that, John. That's yeah. a great that's a great pickup on your end. Also, that, like yeah. his whole thing is he's an enforcer of ancient Rome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just the backstory that. that they built. I'm yeah, confused like, on that, that one. Part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's the thing to think about later. But uh, now they're out here. They still can't get fucking TK TK out. Mm-hmm. And man's Josh couldn't do his job and unlock the shit. Um, and they they need Plan C and they got a Plan C. So my son Johnny out here like, all right, fuck it. So my theories right now 
or they're either going to be like, I'll crash this whole shit if y'all don't tell us the code and open this shit up. Mm-hmm. Or they're, he's actually going to crash the shit in a deserted thing and be like, well, if I break everything, the two of them should survive. And then we'll figure it out from there. That's what my plan scheme would be. Just take over the plane. There's only two people on there that can actually do anything. But what I if guess. no one else knows the only person who knows how to fly a plane is the heat? Eh, you figure it out. They got a boat. Crash that plane in the ocean. So you're crashing regardless. Sully Sullenberger, that shit. So it's not just taking over. You're crashing regardless. We're taking it over and crashing at the same time. Um, Sully Sullenberger, that shit, right? And actually, they made a reference to that. When they were taking off, they were like, uh, oh, let's just hope we don't hit any uh, birds. And then they referenced, Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, remember that one dude that, uh, you know, avoided the shits? And I was like, hey, look at that. So... I like a lot of the pop culture references and stuff like that. It's been it's been good. I like I like the show overall. Like I'm, I feel like these episodes are very set up episodes mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for the second half of what is this one season show so far. Yep. But no, um, I definitely was rocking with it though. Yeah, I yeah, think there's good. a lot of avenues awesome. that can go from here. It's twelve. Is it twelve episodes? Twelve or thirteen? Oh. Something. Like yeah, that. this feels like a. Uh, this feels like one of those like all right. This needs like three, four seasons yeah. type joints. Yeah. It's like we halfway through and we. Got we just got to the first setup mission. Yeah, there's no like it's going to be one of the, I feel like it's going to be each season would be like a heist, but then there's also like more pressure from the network and more like you know what I mean? Like it'll be constant bigger villains like it goes from the Praetorian to the rest of the superheroes. Mm-hmm. This shit this you know shit I mean? like th- this shit feels like I don't know. And I guess cuz maybe the animation style is like something that was like, you know, comparing to it to like the other Netflix animes, it's definitely like a lot a lot of the same uh, animation style as The Great mm-hmm. Pretender. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I gotta fuck with. Like, I like that. You know, it's cool. Anything else, guys? They're gonna be interesting to see if uh, the old boys re- reappear, like his old crew. Yeah, I hope they don't. I don't know. I think they're funny. Yeah, but it's like I don't think they like. I, I think they'll be just strictly comic relief, which mm-hmm. I think the show is good on its own with that. But like, I just I want to see my son Johnny succeed, and I feel like I I feel like they're gonna show up and ruin things. Like that's what I think was gonna. I think that's gonna be the wrinkle. It's either going to be like, it's going to be one of two things. Either going to show up and ruin things, or it's going to be like Ant-Man, but the crew shows up and comes in super clutch. Mm-hmm. But I don't have confidence in the super clutch thing. Yeah, I don't trust mm-hmm. either. Also, does, is the only thing that the teleport dude says is hi or yeah? Yeah, I, I was wondering that too. So this is actually pretty interesting. So Wit Studios, which is the creator of um, Great Pretender, uh-huh. they have done two other shows, one of which... You and I both watch John. The okay. other one is a is a show we've actually covered here. Okay. Ranking of Kings. Okay. Before Attack on Titan went to Mappa Studios. Ah, that explains Super Kirk so good. Yeah. Do you know anything about um the source material? The source material? No, I okay. didn't see anything about that. Well, I didn't look. I didn't look into it yet. To be honest, I'm just like looking. I was looking at the series. I'm like, oh shit, really? Like they did Attack on Titan and they did a thing. That's tough. Huh. Interesting to know. Jonah Jump. Super Crooks is a four-issue comic book limited series by Mark Miller and an artist. It's published in Icon Comics, imprint of Marvel Comics. Mm -hmm. So so with that, that's it for this week's episode. Um, If you guys want to follow along with us, make sure to watch the next three episodes, seven, eight, and nine of Netflix's Super Crooks. Um, And make sure to follow us at Saratopi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Subscribe to the Facebook Sorry, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the Facebook page, uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Narwhal and on Instagram at Move2Fit. Guys, follow me on the gram, Worldwide West underscore 11. Currently leaving Worldwide messes everywhere. 
Yikes. Uh, all I got for you today is nematodes are people too. We will catch up. Wait, Matt. Uh, see you next week from the great beyond. We'll catch up. Be here week. all my life. <laughs> we'll catch up next week. Can't stand it. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I'm so cold